this is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits the right, gets to the 20, he's in the 30, needs to cut in, he comes back at the right side of the Click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew. And guys, it is time to officially overreact. The 49ers fall to the Eagles a lot to a little. A lot to a little, but guys, don't hang your heads. I'm going to get to all of the reasons why you shouldn't be hanging your head today in this overreaction show. No victory shots on deck, even though I got a little brewski over here. All right? No victory cigars on deck, but I already started one during the game. I'm going to finish that one. But, guys, let me go through my formalities, and then we'll get down to the meat and potatoes of today's episode, all right? If this is your first time here on the YouTube page, you stumbled across it, you enjoy the show, make sure you guys give it a thumbs up, hit that like button, subscribe, and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live. Give us a follow on some of our social media pages. We have Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but 9ERS. That is the number 9, nothing but 9ERS. We have Facebook, and we have Twitch. Those handles are nothing but 9 are spelled all the way out. Guys, we got a Patreon, man. Patreon is the place to be. Never miss a show over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. And then if you are on YouTube, guys, click the store tab on our page. We got a couple of new items over there. See what we got. Head on over there. See if you'd like something. Order something for you or somebody you know. All right? That's going to be it. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, suggestions about the show, people you want us to work with, maybe some suggestions for apparel. All right? Send us, the te- send us an email, nb9ers and nothingbutniners.com. I'm your guy, Mike Andrews, 83 on Twitter. And guys, it is time to talk 49ers. Now, the Niners fall. The Eagles put up, how many points did the Eagles have? 31? 31 to 7. The 49ers literally could not throw the ball after the opening drive. They literally couldn't throw the ball after the opening drive, okay? So, what did we expect to happen in this game, all right? Our expectations all went out the window with the injury of our young rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy. Uh, but here we are now facing one of the hottest, let's call him that, one of the hottest offenses in the NFL, and you don't have an offense of your own. What can you do? What can you do? I see a lot of people out there blaming the officials. The officials fucked up today a lot. They did. I see a lot of people out there 
mad at Brock Purdy. I don't quite get that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I see a lot of people mad at Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I don't get that at all. I don't get that at all. But we'll discuss it. Before we do, though, I want to hear from Kyle Shanahan himself. My man is at the presser. Uh, he's at the podium right now. We're going to hear what Kyle Shanahan has to say, and then I'll jump back in here in a few minutes. I'm going to listen along with you guys, all right? Kyle, what the hell happened today? I show that either. I'm not sure. They just tell me that he's out and goes to the tent. I don't know who did it, but he had one. Uh, yeah, we have that, and we have an emergency package, but uh, usually hoping you can end a game with it and stuff. So um, we put our quarterback in there just to, so we could at least run a normal run game. Yeah, we had all that stuff, but um, we didn't stay out there long enough to see it. I don't think we were numb. I think, I mean, guys were up for the challenge. You know, I thought our defense was playing real well. Um, you know, I, we felt Josh was going to go in there and execute our plan and give us a chance. Um, you know, that we, we got, I think it was 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, they went down. They got a number of those. They had that one long drive with all those penalties. Um, and then they got the 14-7, and um, we ended up having that fumble, which was 21-7. We felt confident coming out in the third quarter, but on that open drive, we, we lost – our last quarterback and then after that it was when we were inspired watching our defense and stuff and we felt the whole time down two scores we felt we could run the ball well enough and hopefully generate some stuff and hopefully get a turnover on the other side or something like that to give us a chance to come back um but we didn't move the chains enough and then once they got that third um score i believe after the roughing the punter uh, and then it was real tough to catch up I was, I mean, guys are pretty down in there. We, um, we were really excited for today and we really wanted a opportunity to play that team and not to, they, they played great. Um, they did good things, but, um, you know, we wish we had a little bit better opportunity than we did today. Because the replay we saw didn't definitely show that. They actually we saw one up on the scoreboard. I was going to throw one anyways just to hope to take the chances, but they showed one up on the scoreboard um, that didn't have all the angles you guys saw, and that looked like a catch. And so we don't want to waste a timeout, which we definitely would have if we didn't see that. But then I heard they got a couple other angles, and you guys end up seeing later that it was so not a catch. Um, I mean, guys, there's not much to say right now. I mean, it was kind of tough to talk in there right after the game for everybody. I mean, uh, we got, I got more love for these guys than I possibly could have, and they got it for each other. Um, I was real proud of how they fought out there. Um, our guys didn't shy away from anything. Uh, thought they got dealt a pretty tough card today, um, or a tough hand. But, um, you know, I just, I just hurt for those guys. You know, we really wanted to – and we felt really good about this game and it was a tough one, some tough circumstances and um, we should have done a few things better, but um, I'm really proud of the group in there and um, excited to look forward to talking to some of them on the plane. What happened on the play during your snub, Rockford, and Kansas? Now, what were your 
Um, someone hit him in his elbow, the backside DN, number seven. No, just play action. It's usually who blocks the outside guys on play action or tight ends. Is it your understanding you're supposed to be an independent person on that set or down play on the first drive? That it's not all in your hands. There's somebody who recognizes that and shows other angles before the next play gets run. Yeah, we all do it. We all look at stuff. It's really easy to see when you when you get to see it that it's incomplete. But that other person, myself, everyone in the stadium looking at the screen and all the angles that we had and the timing of it was snapped, which I don't know what you guys had, but we couldn't see that. So I guess my point is should they should that should that other angle have been shown earlier at some point that everybody can see it? Is that kind of the protocol? I wish. But I mean there's people I mean I, I think the NFL can do that if they see it. You know they're supposed to do it, but I mean we didn't see it. So there's a play clock, you got forty seconds, they're gonna get it off and um, they got it off. I wasn't gonna throw it anyways, just hoping but it looked like he caught it. And then they show a, re a replay up there, which I was shocked they showed it. Um, but it ended up looking like a catch on the replay too, because you couldn't see the other angles. So that's why we did it. And then I was told at the end of the drive, they saw a couple of other angles and we, I was told it was incomplete. Uh, what do you think about Josh and the way the offense ran before he got hurt? Obviously a tough situation for him, given how long. Um, I mean, he didn't get to do much. I mean, he came in and threw that slant to Debo and they were right, gonna get into two minute and, um, we we're just going to go to another screen and they ended up um, mishandling the snap, which was obviously not a good play because um, they ended up getting in and they got seven more from it. Um, and then he got hurt on the first series the next time. So Josh didn't get to do much either. Um, he didn't lobby much because he went and kept throwing and realized he couldn't. And so there was no really discussion after that. He, he couldn't throw. And then when he came in, we had to decide what he could throw and, uh, there weren't too many options at that. Uh, I didn't think they were off kilter from the jump. I think they're going against a pretty good team. Uh, I know they gave up seven on the first drive, but I felt like they shut them down for like the next three series. We felt like we had momentum, had some good stuff going. Um, I think the penalties really got to our defense. Uh, I think a number of them were self-inflicted that we got to do better on. A uh, few of them. Um, you know, I'll see how it is when I saw the tape, but um, that's what got them going. And you're going against one of the best offenses in the league and can't make those mistakes. But, you know, our defense held them to 14 there in the first half with two on two with um, the two turnovers in offense. And so the second turnover got them seven. Um, and then they were out there pretty much alone the second half. Only they had a team that our offense was just able to run the ball and we were able to get some big ones. Um, so they had a pretty uphill battle versus a good team, and I was real proud of those guys. In retrospect, you feel as ambitious to have to go off the block Hassan Reddick only got a block, you expected to execute? It's a tough block, but all play actions are tight ends versus yeah. edge rushers. They had us on a number of those today, too. You know, it's you hope you can step up on it, um, which you usually do in a pocket. It was going, BA had beat him, it was going to be a big play, um, but I didn't see what, what else the pocket was like. Uh, that's what I thought, but you know I'm not standing right in front of it like he is, so he should have a better view. But uh, that's what we all thought. There were some skirmishes there throughout the game. Was it just from Trent obviously throwing a guy down? Did you see that? And just maybe the natural frustration of getting coming out there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't see what happened on the on the skirmish. I'm just getting ready for the next play, so I didn't see exactly what happened. But you got two physical teams, guys playing hard. I know we were there frustrated at the end. Um, guys wanted to fight, wanted to play, and it was just it was a frustrating game for us. We'll take three more. I mean, losing feels awful. Um, yeah, this one was harder. This one was harder. Um, this one was a lot harder, I thought. Did, uh, did Nick Bosa get hurt? I saw him on the ground. It looked like it, but they didn't report anything to me. So I'm sure he bounced up and was all right after that. You were pretty clear like the game between 2019 and 2019. You thought you had as good a team as any. Did you have as good a team as any, given the quarterback situation? Did that decide this team as good as any team in the NFL? Um, yeah, I believe so. Um, I mean, there's four good teams left and all four of those teams are capable of beating anyone on any day. Um, you know, I said that that year cause I just thought we were from the beginning to end. Um, that's similar how Philly's been this year. Uh, I thought we had a chance to knock them off today and, uh, came up short. Uh, yeah, always, but, um, that has to do with how hard we work and the team we build and staying healthy and going back to square one and, fighting through the off season, fighting through a whole regular season and get into this moment again and hope we get a little bit better draw and hope we play a little bit better. All right, all right, all right. Guys, I'm seeing some really, really disgusting comments in this chat, man. Y'all, listen, man, listen. I understand the 49ers loss. I understand y'all are emotional. But some of y'all people, y'all just straight up full of shit. I'm sorry. I love y'all. I love y'all, but y'all still full of shit. I'll tell my family members they full of shit when they full of shit too. All right? That's what I'm doing right now. Listen, man. Y'all are really, really, really bugging. Number one, you cannot blame Kyle Shanahan for this loss. You cannot blame John Lynch for this loss. What am I reading in this chat. Are y'all serious right now? Are y'all serious right now? I'm seeing people say Kyle Shanahan choked again. He didn't have a fucking quarterback for the whole damn game. You literally can't throw the ball. I don't know if you guys heard or if you guys saw what happened. All right. But after the Brock Purdy elbow injury, he couldn't feel his hand. Then Josh Johnson gets a concussion. I see you, Tony, but let me, let me get this shit off real quick. I see you, bro. I got you. So he can't feel his hand. He can't grip the fucking ball. So then Josh Johnson comes in. He completes seven passes out of 13. Seven out of 13, okay? Then he gets a concussion. We have no choice but to go back to Brock Purdy or a fucking running back. So you got a guy in there who can't hold the ball, who can't throw the ball. And y'all are talking about Kyle Choked. Man, get the fuck out of it. Like, y'all got to be better. I'm going to hold y'all. I am okay with y'all being upset after a loss. I'm okay with y'all being angry after a loss. I'm okay with y'all blaming the refs. I'm okay with y'all saying play. Like, you, what you can't do is say play calling was bad. He didn't have a fucking choice. He didn't have a choice, bro. What are y'all talking about? Like, come, Tony, Tony, if you don't get in here, man, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to lose every follower I have. I can't let myself in, Mike. That I'm reading right now, Tony. No, listen, it, the, if you're blaming Kyle Shanahan, do me a favor, just leave this chat now.
because it's unacceptable. But not okay. not only Kyle Shanahan are they blaming. It's not Kyle. It's not even John Lynch. This no. 49ers team went through four fucking quarterbacks this no. season and made no. it to the NFC Championship. No. What else do you want John Lynch to do? I'm gonna exp- I'm gonna tell you something right now. Okay, just farting around upstairs with my family there. I just had to come down and throw the garbage out real quick. But I'm gonna give you two stats and I put them in our group chat. Okay. One second. One second. One second. Let me just get them up. Here we go. Okay. This is an all-pro, all-American, all-star team with the greatest, highest-octated offense. Yeah, Yeah, 269 yards compared to the 49ers, 164 without a quarterback. Okay, That's number one. Number two, 11 to 4 penalties. Seven of the 11 gave Philadelphia Eagles first downs in key crucial field positions and third and long situations. So I don't want to hear shit about Kyle Shanahan sucks or he needs to be fired. If you're seriously saying that, I'm not the owner of nothing but Niners, but I'm saying it from my aspect, get the hell out of this chat room because that's absurd. You don't you have a quarterback who can't hold, not even hold, can't feel the ball. He can't throw the ball. He can't. They ran the ball every play in the second half except for two, and both passes were for two yards. So you tell me the reason why they lost. Okay? It's not Kyle Shanahan. He was 100% handcuffed in the second half. He basically waved the white flag. Philadelphia's defense just was teeing off. They weren't even respecting any of the receivers down the field. They were just blitzing and playing the run because that's all they had to do. And all these Philly fans boasting about Jalen Hurts with 122 yards passing, you got to show me more to get respect from me. Sorry. Tony, we were going forward on fourth down. We couldn't get the run game. Everybody knew, just play the line of scrimmage, and this game is over. From the opening drive, from the moment Brock Purdy got hurt, from the moment he got hurt, I want to remind you guys that we saw Josh Johnson one other time this whole game, this whole season, and he ended up handing the ball off like 12 times. They didn't even attempt to pass with him. That lets you know what Kyle Shanahan and this team thought of their backup quarterback behind Brock Purdy. What bro, were y'all I'm reading, Bro, I'm reading this chat and people are seriously saying it's Kyle's fault. I can't uh, Yes, this. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're going crazy in here, bro. They're going crazy. You, wait a second. People, we won how many games in a row? 12. 12 games in a row, bro. We Eight won 12 games. Backup quarterback. 12 With games a third in a row. String, third string quarterback, by the way. Okay, 12 games in a row, got all the way to the NFC Championship game. Our quarterback takes a hit and screws his elbow up. Then they put in a guy who was signed off the practice squad, okay, who at one point was so shook, he couldn't even get his mouthpiece in his mouth because his hands were shaking. And you expect Kyle to run it all. Now, if you want to blame Kyle for that, maybe they should have done a better job of trying to find someone to back up Purdy. Okay. But in that situation, it was plug and play, and they needed to get somebody in here who knew the basics of this system. And he was here under Shanahan, so that was the smart, safe bet to do rather than just going everyone – what happens if they would have talked – what happens if they would have signed Cam Newton? You think that would have made a difference today? Come on. Come on. Be better than that. Come on. Listen, the game's over. We lost. 
We took it on the chin. It is what it is. We're moving on. We're going to rebuild, me, retool me, this roster. Let me explain something to people out there who are even mad at Brock Purdy. I see people saying Brock Purdy was a bitch because he went out and didn't come back in until after until after Johnson got hurt. Let me make something very, very clear to you. He had to. Brock Purdy never regained feeling in his hand, and his throwing hand, all right? So the only reason he came in was to avoid having to put Kyle Juszczyk or Christian McCaffrey under center as a quarterback. That's the only reason he went in. Brock Purdy was not supposed to be back out there on the field. So you guys can't say Brock Purdy choked. And listen, I'm the guy that's been saying Brock Purdy's okay, he's doing okay, but it's still Trey Lance's team. This ain't on Brock Purdy either. And let me get this out the way too. We're, we're 21 minutes in the show. Congratulations to the Eagles. You guys got the win. We'll see what happens in two weeks in the Super Bowl. If I'm the Eagles, I am praying that the Chiefs win this game because they don't want what that Bengals team is going to bring to them offensively. I'm just saying that now. I'm not going to take away anything from this Eagles game, from this Eagles team. I'm sorry. They went out there. They played hard. They were aggressive. They won the game. They made the adjustments. Once they realized we couldn't throw the ball, they pinned their ears back like any good defense should do, and they played the run. I'm not going to take that away from them. And we shouldn't be mad at the Eagles or their fans for going out here and celebrating. Because if we went to the Super Bowl, we would be celebrating too, especially if they ended up losing Jalen Hurts in this game. Especially if they lost Jalen Hurts and whoever his backup at Minshew as well. Right? We would say, hey, we can't help injuries. We didn't injure anybody on purpose. It's time to go out there and play. All right? And I'm going to get to the Trent Williams slamming people around out there. I felt the frustrations. I, I was like, yeah, show some fight, show some fight. But I'm going to tell you all something also about that play. That showed a lot of emotion. That showed a lot of emotion. For better or worse, that shows a lot of emotion. Now, Trent was slamming that guy because that guy was in there slamming and pulling on his players. That's why Trent did that. All right? I'm not celebrating the penalty, but I like that he was showing fight and standing up for his teammate. I like that part of it. But when it's all said and done, Trent, you got to be better than that. Now, the game was over and it was out of hand at that point, so you got nothing to lose anyway. We had, what, one more possession after that happened? So that game was over. Like, that's it. But for people out there on Twitter, for people in this chat saying, that's right, Trent, fuck him up. Fuck. No, absolutely not. You don't want to see that from your star left tackle. You don't want to see that from any of your players. However, you do want to see those players standing up for their for their teammates. You do want to see that. There was a fine line between standing up and defending your teammates. Now, who I applaud in that situation was George Kittle, because after Trent slammed that guy and two Eagles guys pushed him, George jumped in there and said, hey, Trent, chill. And Dominican Sue, who you all call a hothead, who people were mad at for injuring Josh Johnson, went up to Trent Williams and said, hey, bro, chill. Wanted, wanted no part of Trent. Wanted no part of Trent. He was yeah. trying to calm Trent down, right? So for y'all saying all this negative shit about the Eagles and all that stuff, even Indominus Sue was saying, hey, Trent, chill out, bro. Like, this this ain't, this ain't the way you want it to be remembered. Like, you got to chill out. So I, I even applaud Sue for his actions in that moment. He didn't go in there talking shit, trying to push Trent around or any of that stuff. It was conversation. It was a talk. That was a man-to-man -man conversation in the heat of battle. It was white versus green. And, and Sue was the calm head in that scenario. I just want to put that out there. All right? Now, for everybody else, 
that is still in here complaining and all that stuff. Like you guys gotta you 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 actually have to chill out. All right. I'm not gonna sit here and say the game was fixed. It felt like it at times. I'm not gonna say the game was fixed. I know about the tweet that came out that the the Valley Sports said that uh or Vegas said we don't want we don't want the Niners in the Super Bowl. I get all that. You think the fix is in and all that, but I still think that if the Niners had Brock Purdy this entire game, it looks completely different. I think it looks completely different. I was never worried about this game until the moment I saw Brock Purdy go down. That's when everything changed. That moment right there was when everything changed. What kind of plays did you guys expect Kyle Shanahan to run? Somebody out there tell me what you expected Kyle Shanahan to do when he lost his quarterback. Somebody out there let me know. Where, where, Perk, where you at? Come on, Perk. Oh, oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Hold on. I'm going to post this link in here. I, I want to see my man, Perk. I want to see my man, Perk. Where my other guy at? Hold on. Where'd he go? Who is it? Where'd he go? Damn it. I lost the fucking. Y'all, but y'all, y'all have to chill. I'm okay with y'all being upset. I'm okay with y'all being mad. I'm okay with y'all being hurt. But y'all gotta, y'all have to compartmentalize what happened today. Y'all gotta understand how and why the Niners lost this game. It wasn't on the back of Kyle Shanahan. His hands were tied. All we could do was try to run the ball. All we could do was try to run the ball. You know what? Come on. I'm, I'm gonna invite y'all in. Come on. Let's let's hear from y'all. Let's see how y'all feel. There's the link. There's the link right there. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up to y'all. I posted the link in there. Y'all come in. Y'all can sound off. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. I'll hear from y'all. If I gotta boot y'all, I'll boot you. All right. But don't don't come in here being crazy. It's okay to vent. It's okay to be upset. Who scored? What's it? Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna bring y'all in one at a time. I see C I see Z in here. All right, Z. I'm gonna bring you in for, I'm gonna bring you in first, bro. Come on, Z. What's up, man? Let them know how you feeling, bro. Oh man, we got damn man. It, it, I'm not even mad, man. I'm not mad because we was on our, our third, our, our fourth string. I'm not even upset. That's what happens. That's what happens when you the, the man, your quarterback goes down. There's nothing else you can do. There's nothing else we could have done. We played good defense. We contained Hurts if we really want to get technical. We contained him. He wasn't doing no RPOs and us. He wasn't doing no re-option. I mean, he had a couple plays when he went out, but we was basically contained him, if you get what I'm saying. Our hands were tied, man. I, there, there was no, hey, hey, Chris. Chris Kane. Kane, I see you in here, bro. You know you my guy. All right? We live right around the corner from each other. Kane, you my dude. But listen, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to hear you saying, oh, y'all got owned and all that stuff. No, no, no. This wasn't an owning. All right? Y'all be – if the Niners were allowed to forfeit this game, they would have. But they couldn't because the roster still had enough people to run out there on the field. There was no schooling. Y'all – it wasn't us versus y'all, whatever, whatever. Once our quarterbacks went down, Kane, that was game. That was it. So keep, keep that in mind. Like, y'all won today because of the situation. Y'all didn't win today because – yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Kyle had his hands tied. Exactly. There was nothing else he could do. So just, 
I, I saw the other message earlier in here from you, bro. All right, but I'm just saying, man. Like we we gotta we gotta keep in mind what we're talking about. Z, what's up, man? Who do you put the loss on? Who well, I put the? I, I can't. If you, I can't put the loss on anybody, man. We just exactly. injuries, exactly. injuries, injuries. I can't put the loss on anybody because we just got injured. That's it. Now if we now don't get me wrong. If we would have had Jimmy. If he was a healthy scratch, it could have been a different game. But we we was we was down to the dude off the practice card. What else do you expect, man? Philly Philly had 25 first downs. Seven of them came from penalties, y'all. Seven of them came from penalties. One of them was on a play where our where uh Mason got blocked into the punter. We were they literally took a possession from the 49ers and gave them a first down. There was some plays, there was some flags that should have been thrown, but we're not gonna talk about that. All right, all right, Z man, look, I gotta let you. I got a lot of people in here. Anything else you want to say before I let you go? I'm gonna get uh, my man Mark Lamar in here next, man. Uh, but Z, anything else you want to say before I let you go? I ain't got nothing else to say, man. We'll see. We'll see if them them Eagles is really that tough when they. We go. We gonna find out in two weeks, man. Two weeks. All right, Z, be good out there, man. All right, all right that's, my, that's my man Z right there, y'all. I'm gonna bring Mark in here next. And then after Mark, I'm gonna bring Kenny in here. Mark, what up? Come on, bro. I saw you chomping at the bit in the man, chat. Man, that's why I'm here, bro. They talking crazy about our team, bro. Talking crazy, bro. And I'm like, I'm already mad. This is the worst officiated game I've ever watched. I don't want to fully blame the officials because we kind of put ourselves in those predicaments. But they involved themselves in the game too much. The the pass interference, the dude, they were kind of just going downfield. He didn't stop the guy from turning in. That was a first down. Uh, the obviously the incomplete pass that Smith caught. Um, the punt. Uh, Dre Greenlaw. You can't punch a ball out. If the ball would have fell on the ground, it would have been a freaking fumble, right? I, I understand he was doing it out of frustration, but it wasn't illegal. And then the dude threw the flag way after the, the play was over. Blow the whistle if you don't want the guy to continue. We teach these people to keep playing until the whistle's blown. If you're gonna tell me he was trying to punch the ball out after the whistle was blown. Then we got a conversation. Like the game was officiated all crazy, bro. On top of that, our players was making some bonehead. That once you know that and you realize that, you got to be smarter. So, you know what I'm saying? But for all y'all in the chat who claim to be 49er fans and you watch this coach and this GM on their third string quarterback and with the fourth string quarterback coming in the game and you sitting here questioning the coach because he dropped another look. We can talk all the Kyle uh, shenanigans and all these other jokes we got. But when our coach is in the NFC championship with a third-string quarterback and you still talking, bro, find another squad, bro. Bounce, bro. Get up out of here. We don't need you. You're not part of the faithful, bro. Like, that's not it. What does that say? It says liability is a factor, too. The 49ers are the one team we do not want to win the Super Bowl. That's Vegas. That's Vegas talk. That's Vegas. That's, that's, from, that's from the betters. That's from the people that, that control the money. You know what I'm saying? And so, listen, so, Kyle I, did answer one important question. I played that presser before we at the start of the show. They asked why he didn't challenge that call, that that Devonte Smith. Yeah, passed, you can right? see it. Because the people in the booth where Kyle is don't have all the replay angles. They only see what we see on TV. They didn't show the other angle until after the Philly had snapped the ball. Yeah. So they didn't have it until afterwards. Call it home field advantage. Call it whatever you it want. Was. No one saw it until afterwards. That's why Kyle didn't throw the flag. What are y'all mad at Kyle for? I don't get it. I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. Uh, and I was frustrated 
just frustrated. I was just frustrated, bro. Like, I wanted to be mad at Kyle, but it's like, well, what else is he supposed to do? I don't know who else on the team can throw the ball. I wanted to see them attempt to throw the ball, but it's like, who else can do it? Uh, I didn't know Purdy couldn't feel his fingers or his hands or nothing. So it was just frustrating to watch. I had to, after the green loss, uh, when they flagged him for that, I, I had to walk away, man. I had to get up and walk away. Uh, it, was a, it was a frustrating, emotional game to watch your team get to this point and, and have to go out. Like, I'd rather just lose. I'd rather Philly drag us up and down the field and whoop our ass than to watch us just get handcuffed and, and we can't do nothing. It, it's it's kind of like it, I, I'd rather I'd rather just lose. All right, Mark, I'm gonna let you go, man. Me and Tony gonna respond to what you said. I'm gonna bring in uh, Kenny next. All right, you be Peace safe out there. You know, uh, he he said something very interesting there, Tony. He said, I would rather Philly walk us up and down the field than see us get handcuffed like that. But see, we got walked up and down the field. While we were handcuffed, I'm okay with this loss more. I'm okay with well, losing this way more because now I feel like, hey, if we were healthy, we would have won that game. I still got that little asterisk next to this loss. I, I feel – I understand what he's saying. He's saying, like, you know, all healthy, everything, no issues, and still, like, they, they stomped us, like, physically. Say hi, mama. Say hi. Hi. Do this over here so you can see. Say hi. Okay. Um, I think he was talking about – like physically beat us with no injuries, anything like that. Just, just, and I'm talking about like putting 500 yards offense up, stuff like that. That did not happen this game. I was not impressed at all with that offense. All his passes were coming up short, uh, inaccurate. Yeah, he could run around. So what? You're not going to win a Super Bowl running around. So, I mean, my thing is this, and it comes down to the basics. The minute, Josh Johnson got concussed, but no flag was called. And they had to put Brock Purdy in. They abandoned the passing game. They just said, you know what? We know he can't throw. We're going to just go. Just shoot upfield, shoot wide, shoot the middle, shoot the other side, and take everything away from him. They knew that. They knew it. They sold out, and they just stopped the run, and that was it. Kyle can't do as, – as good as a coach as Kyle's is with scheming and stuff like that and game planning, listen, it is what it is. They can't do it. And as far as people pointing the finger at Kyle for the play that Brock Purdy get hurt, got hurt, do you know how many times they run that play? And it's never an issue. The play is when they – what they do is they cut – they send the, the tight end across the field in motion to pick up the free rusher, Okay. Nine out of ten times it works. Today it didn't work. I don't know if there was a poor angle or something like that, but it didn't work today. But nine other times out of the ten that it did work, they praise him. The one time it doesn't work, it's an issue. Listen, you got to stick with the guy whether the good or the bad. And the majority of the season has been good, and I'm not going to oust him for one lousy play. Yeah, the quarterback got hurt. It's football. They could have got hurt on any play, right? Everybody wanted him out when Trey Lance got hurt. Everybody wanted him out when Jimmy got hurt. Oh, but he's the greatest when Brock Purdy came in. I can't believe we're having this freaking conversation right now. It, i got to be honest with you. It's emotion. It's emotion. I'm going to bring in Kenny, and I'm going to bring in Chris Kane at the same time. Chris Kane is a good friend of mine. He's an Eagles fan. He's going to stay in the chat as long as he can. After Kenny is done with his, his, uh, his, his comments, I'm going to let Chris respond. If he wants to hang out for a little bit, uh, that's fine. I'm going to bring in Steven after uh, Kenny is done. So I'm going to do a quad box now. All right, we're going to bring in Kenny, uh, Niners fan, 
and we're going to bring in Chris Kane, Eagles fan, friend of the family. All right. We can disrespect him, but we're going to be respectful at the same time. All right. Uh, Kenny, what you got for us, big dog? What's up, man? Uh, first and foremost, what's up, fellas? What's up, Kenny? I'm good, man. I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this team no matter what. To be, to be, to win 12 straight games with three different quarterbacks, no other team in the league can handle that. So I'm proud of that, first and foremost. And my take on this game, it was too many. I, I don't blame Kyle for this loss. It was just too many self-inflicting wounds with the penalties. And then we had the two turnovers. And we had some crushing penalties, man. And then, and, and a lot of them joints came on when the defense was about to get off the field. So eventually, our defense got worn out. That you know third quarter drive, where they kept getting those those penalties yeah, to give them that first yeah. down. That really even, killed. Even, yeah, even on the first That's drive, we got, we got a lot of penalties. They're not a highly penalized team. Yeah, like you, 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 like in games like this, you can't commit penalties of that caliber and expect to win the game. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That are going to change the, change the outcome. Right. And, and, you know, man, like Philly D-Line, man, they got after it, man. Shout out to Philly, man. You know what I'm saying? They played it, they played their bus off. They struggled for most of it, but they capitalized on our mistakes. So, pass off to them. They played a good game. You know? See, that's, that's just it for me. I I would have loved to see Purdy out there because I'm yeah, – Me too, man. I want to play the best. I don't want to beat you with your fourth-string quarterback. But those last two drives before the half is what is what killed it, you know. And, and yeah, especially and, like especially after you score a touchdown, the way we did take the momentum, and then they then we our momentum get killed off of a fumble that you just drop. You know, you can't have those type of plays because you saw John. The, the, the only touchdown in the game was scored with Josh Johnson, right? It wasn't with Purdy. But it was all on the ground. It was all no on pass. the ground. It was all on the ground, right. yeah. But the, what killed it was going down 21-7 at the half and then coming out and and kind of having to Yeah, Yeah, I know, I know. But you know? what I'm saying was we, we, we drove. And then the next That's drive, y'all scored as well. But it was – and they know it's it's strictly you're gonna run the ball. It, it can get dangerous. It can. And it. it the, I know. I know. What I'm saying, yeah, capitalized off of our mistakes. His hands were tied, bro. You couldn't do anything. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put CMC in there, quarterback, and have him throw the ball? Like, mm. I, and see, this is this is the one thing I'll say. The one thing I'll say on that is this, right? And not to take anything away from the Eagles. I already gave them their props. I'm not taking anything. Nah, away from I ain't the Eagles. taking nothing away from the Eagles. Any NFL team, and you know that the opposing team is one-dimensional, it's game over. It's game over. You play any NFL team, and they know you can't either run or pass. If they know they only got to play one style of defense for the rest of the game, it's over. That battle is over already. I don't know what people expected Kyle Shanahan to pull out of his ass in this game. Especially with someone like what a judge. How long has that guy been in the league? Fuck, ten years, like fifteen seasons, ten Man, years. That dude been in the league for like fifteen years, right? And he's exactly. never done anything. Like you can't blame Shanahan for this, right? Like, he ain't played in no games of any type of significance whatsoever. 
here's right. here's right. where I think the game came down to, and it was it was depth along the defensive line. Because the comparison was that the, the San Francisco had a great defensive line, but it was Bosa with 18 and a half sacks. The next closest had five. Whereas on the Eagles, only team in NFL history to have all four starters have double-digit sacks. And because of that, it made it a lot harder. Whereas when you play the 49ers, it's neutralized Bosa and you might have a chance. Well, in my opinion, you I mean, for the pre, for most of the game, the defensive line did hold up. We just committed so many uncharacteristic penalties that kept y'all drives going. And y'all scored that third quarter drive up 21-7 when they had that, what was it, the 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 illegal contact and then the face mask. It was like four or five straight defensive penalties in a row that kept our drives alive because we were at we were at second and third in long situations that could have benefited. Yeah. And, and, and even, that's what, even and even to just after y'all score, we about to drive down the field. We fumble the ball and y'all score like right after we, you know what I'm saying, turn the ball over. You know? Mm-hmm. You can't have it. That's not that's not winning football. I just okay. I, I I don't think it's right to, to try to blame a guy like Shanahan for something like this, you know? Like it's not. And I, I'm not blaming he really him. Couldn't, he couldn't do anything. And not to mention you had Mitch Elijah Mitchell was out with the groin injury. And I don't. I know CMC had a decent game, but you know he was hurting from that calf. Didn't practice on Wednesday. Didn't practice on Thursday. Like that hurt them as well. And, and you know, and at a certain like, I get the whole creativity thing. And, you know, I, that going into the game, that was the thing I was most scared of was when you have like that Debo in the backfield and CMC in that cross field motion. Like that could get scary. But when you take away the, the the possibility of a pass out of that play, it just makes it too easy. Right. Every right. every we, we went forward on fourth down twice. I think we went forward on fourth down twice, and everybody knew it was going to be a run. Like that 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 nullifies whatever it is that you're going to attempt to do. It just didn't you make any see sense. It for though. Like he yeah, couldn't even like, throw the ball to the, to the line of and, scrimmage on some of those. Right. The Niners right. did a phenomenal job. Sixty six percent of the time, they stopped the Eagles on third down. That is crazy. That is crazy. 66% of the time, we stopped them. They were 5 for 15 on, on third down. You know a team what I'm that saying? has a high success rate on third and fourth and short. Mm-hmm. And, and I give them a lot of credit for what how they were able to control Jalen Hurts. He, had that, he only really had that one drive where he was able to get out and create a couple plays. Other than that, I think they did a, an amazing job staying responsible in their, in their defensive lanes controlling Hurts. I really do. No, the Niners did a phenomenal job on Hurts. I mean, when you when you step back and look at the stats, what do you what do you as an Eagles fan, Kim, I'm talking to you, right? As an Eagles fan, what exactly are you celebrating, right? Hurts had he went out there and he was where where to go? Damn, I lost my page. Here it is right here. He had 121 yards passing. That's not a big deal, right? No, it's not. Their leading rusher had 48 yards. That's not a big deal. When you kind of spread that out and I was I I, you, I still haven't found out the information. I want to know what happened to Miles Sanders in the second half. Like, I didn't see him at all. Well, Gainwell was running better. There's no need to put right. him out there. He had, he, he had, Sanders had those two touchdowns of almost 10 yards each, not even being touched. Like, I thought he might get a little bit more work. Right. I mean, but look, it, 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 it just depends on what you're looking at, right? Look, Devontae Smith did an amazing Brown. job. It was, one of those, it was one of those things where the – the offense couldn't support the defense. That's 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 all it was, and it and it 
it's at no fault of realistically anyone on that team. Yeah, like we pretty much held John well, wide receivers in check. In quarterback, and then he gets a concussion. The wide receivers were definitely in check, Kenny. You're 100% right. Their two leading receivers didn't combine for 65 total yards. Like, what else could you ask for from a defense? It was the fucking penalties. It was the penalties. It was the, the fucking penalties. penalties. was killing us. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, I, like, I'm not, I'm not going to blame the refs or anything. Some of that shit was on us. Some can of that I shit be was honest? definitely on us. Yeah, go ahead. It, it, it didn't. I, I, once I saw what happened, I thought it would play out a lot differently. But the one thing that surprised me was I really can't understand this deferring till the second half thing. This whole analytic thing with, with the double scoring and stuff like that. I think it was a big mistake giving the Eagles the ball at home with a team that statistically scores the most on their opening drive and giving the fans that energy behind them. Now, Yeah, it, yeah. I, I would like to second that. But I thought as, as the Niners, as the team, it would have been a smarter idea to, to take that ball and kind of give a long, sustained drive and slow it down a little bit and kind of try to take the fans out of it. Tony, explain to him why the Niners do that. Explain to him. No, that's I, I disagree with you with that because that's his philosophy. He tries to get he tries to get the back to back score from try to get the last possession going into the half and get the ball again as like almost like the kill shot. He's been doing that. He's done it the whole time on his streak, their ten game win streak, except for one game which was Dallas. They kicked yep. all no. But I think that's the, the thing where the now. analytics are killing the game because. The Giants did the same thing last week, and look what happened. Okay, you get your back to back, but you're down twenty eight nothing by halftime. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's analytics. I think that's just his. That's what he wants to do. That's how he calls his offense and operates his game. That's just something he likes to do. I'll be honest with you, I like it because if nine out of ten times when it works for them, it's not an issue. But you know, obviously, when you don't have a, you have a quarterback who can't feel his arm, you can't run your offense. And no, it's 10 I mean, times injury, injuries aside, I understand that. Like, but yeah, this is just my mentality is if I was yeah. San Francisco, knowing that the Eagles score a lot on their first drive and that crowd is already pretty raucous, I would almost feel a little bit safer taking the risk and taking that ball and then trying to sustain maybe, you know, a six, seven minute drive, take that time off the clock and try to eliminate the, 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 the fans and everything from the game as much as I could. Let me, no. let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me explain it this way. We're working with a rookie quarterback in the biggest game of his career. Odds are that opening drive isn't going to be successful. If you go back and you watch that Dallas, that Dallas opening drive, he's throwing far, he's throwing short, you know, like he, he was rattled. So if you know, that's likely going to be how he starts the game, then you get him to the sideline, you settle his nerves. You don't want that to be your opening drive. The Eagles feel like they got all the momentum. And I want you to think about this also. If it weren't for y'all going for it on fourth down on your opening drive, the defense did good. Y'all went for it on fourth down and got it on your opening drive, but the defense did good. Who's to say that you guys are going to go for it that early? You know what I'm saying? So wasn't wasn't that Devontae Smith the supposed the the incomplete catch? Well, supposedly catch that was a fourth down play, right? Yes. Was that yeah, on fourth down? Yeah, that was yeah, fourth down. Yeah, yeah but I can't. Here's the thing: is I can't blame I can't blame Shanahan for that. A because the, the 49ers or the Eagles quick snapped it. Crock, you know, I need to see you again. Yeah, nah, I'm not blaming Shanahan for not telling you. We got to get the snap off because he knew that he probably bobbled it. 
And in a bang bang situation like that, that early in the game, I it's tough. I just I don't I I really don't understand the the, the sentiment of Shanahan's got to go. Like, Chris, I got a question for you. You as an Eagle fan, are you were you happy with the performance of your offense? I was satisfied. I'm not going to say I was happy. I'm not going to say I'm optimistic looking going forward. I will say that I think even minus those short field situations they were put in, I think the 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 bright side looking projecting forward would be that in the situations where they needed to make the plays, they made plays. You know, let me, let me just say this really quick. Even with that, even though it was only one drive, it was the same with that Hertz drive. You know, like you saw, he was kind of timid the entire game, but he did put that one drive together. And in and in these playoffs, especially now coming down to the Super Bowl, it's not about. It's really not about whole game as much as it is about who's going to make that one or two plays that make the difference in a game. And he did, even though it was a little bit out of hand when it did happen, he was able to make those one or two couple plays to make me feel okay. I'm not going to say I'm over the moon confident at all. I won't. The defense did a great job. I'll be the first to admit it, you know, but I also think that on the other side of it, neither one of those teams in the AFC have even anywhere close to a defense that San Francisco has. And I think if you line Cincinnati up against the Eagles, they're in big trouble because what's the one downfall of Cincinnati protecting, protecting Burrow. And what is the one thing that the Eagles have consistently done great all year sack the quarterback. So am I walking out of this game saying, you know, with my head held high strutting around saying we dominated? Absolutely not. I'll be the first to admit that. You know, your defense proved it. But it came down to those one or two couple plays that needed to be made when they were made. And like I said with the Brock Purdy injury, like that the only reason that something like that injury happened was because of the dominance of that pass rush. Hey, right, Kenny, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to bring Steve in. We got Eric Crocker in here as well. Kenny, thanks for jumping in here, bro. You be safe out there, all right? Oh, since he's uh, you too, man. Thanks for Hey, what's up, Crocker? Thanks for having me on, y'all. Crocker in here, man. Listen, man, I saw my man Eric Crocker down on the uh, – I saw my man Eric Crocker – oops, sorry, wrong one, wrong one. I saw Eric Crocker. Uh, I was watching some of the uh, the Locked On, and I don't know how you do it, bro. And the game is emotional as this. Y'all got to go in there, and y'all can't – Y'all can't really give it up the way y'all want to give it up, man. Y'all got a couple of, uh, you know, you, you go bowling with the kids and you got to put the bumpers on the lane. And if you Thank bowl you with a curve, those bumpers fuck you up sometimes. I want to hear what you really got to say about this game, bro, because <clears throat> let me tell you, I don't know what was going on in y'all live chat, but I've seen fire Shanahan. He choked again. Uh, Brock Purdy's a bitch. Why did he come in after the injury instead of coming in before? Like, bro, these fans – are just reacting in an insane way. I don't know how you manage to maintain and keep your composure on those kind of shows, man. I, I couldn't do it. I don't know how you do it, bro. Yeah, so we saw all that, and at times I do kind of want to go off on people in the comments. Ultimately, I think for me, I look at it a little different because I think that regardless, like, regardless of what happened in that game, win or lose, I thought the 49ers had a good season. So I'm not going to overreact and be like, oh, fire Kyle Shanahan and all this, that, and the other, when I thought, man, like, you know, you, you you beat the Seahawks, you beat the Cowboys, like, you know, and it's like, damn, only one team wins the Super Bowl, 
And it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate you had to lose Brock Purdy early in that game. Once you lost Brock Purdy, I kind of are already kind of accepted. This likely won't go our way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I kind of had time to kind of really process that, and I just watched to see if there were any kind of um, uh, like, okay, can can we do it? And you thought maybe after that McCaffrey touchdown, but it was just too much of an uphill battle for the defense. But as far as like handling people in the chat and all that, it's like. Fans, fans are gonna, they're gonna react that way regardless. I, I think it's on us to not kind of stoop down to that level. You feel me? And try to bring this calming uh, to to some people that are highly upset, as they should be. It, it sucks to lose, but I don't know. For me, it was like, man, I, I, I got to, I got to wake up on January 29th and watch my team play football, and, and a lot of people can't say that. Matter of fact, only right. four fan bases could say that. That's right. That's right. And that was with the third string quarterback. Everybody else got their starters in there. We the ones out here scraping and scrapping and, and showing who we are, man. I, I really, really like that. Steve, I'm going to give you the floor. Croc and Tony, y'all make sure you respond. I got to run upstairs real quick. I'll be back in less than two minutes, all right? All right. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, all right. So <laughs> there's only four things. There's only a couple things that I do blame Kyle Shanahan for. And and I, I'm not even sure who's out there, you know, that's better, but there has to be somebody better than Josh Johnson for for a fourth string quarterback. But no, so the fact that you say you don't even know who's out there lets you know you there is heartbreak. We're talking about fourth string. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I do. And I, Josh is a season he's a season vet. He's run he has run that offense. He was just in it last year with LaFleur out in New Jersey, and he's feeling well as a reserve. But, I mean, just ideally, any team that gets down to their fourth quarterback that they've had to play in a year, you're not going to be in the – usually, usually you're in trouble after your first guy goes down. And not right. only did your first guy go down, you had a second guy, okay, we're good. And then your second guy goes down, and it's like, ah, oh, damn. Then the third guy comes in, and he plays well. Right. Now your fourth guy, I mean, you, you can't have any type of expectations for a team to have – Four guys that can legit lead you to a victory. Like that's just that's just that that's not realistic in the when, NFL. When, when you're down to your third string quarterback and and your first two can't come back in, don't isn't your isn't your obligation as a head coach to look for someone as as a, uh, the next quarterback in case that third string gets injured. Who the only the only person the only and, and I actually brought this up when it happened. But the only person that you could have honestly said, hey, this would be a good – was uh, Baker Mayfield. And we can say that now, but a lot of 49er fans, I saw, they hate all oh, – they hated the thought of him even being on the roster. And I well, thought it would have been a really good sign. Baker Mayfield. Uh, you said what? I'd I i, I, I I'd have to look online and, and, and see – See who was available, but there has to be somebody better than Baker Mayfield. There wasn't. There wasn't anybody better than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the the problem the the problem is with Josh Johnson is because like Croc said, he knew the system. He knew the foundation of the system. So God forbid there's a scenario he could be thrown in and it wouldn't miss like a it, it would be an easier transition than having to teach somebody like off the street how to do this, how to go through the reads, the progressions, the the, the play calls. So there. I understand why Kyle immediately grabbed him before they even knew what was wrong. They immediately claimed him right off the practice squad because his familiarity with that system. That's why they jumped on Josh Johnson. 
Now, from that point on, could they have brought in a Baker Mayfield to compete with a Josh Johnson? They could have. Could they brought in somebody else? Maybe. But they didn't. They stuck with him. And who the hell would have known this was going to happen? I agree. You can't predict I, this. I agree with that. Yeah, and, and, and projecting forward, I, here's one of the problems is where the, the 49ers end in the salary cap, you know, because they're in some trouble. I mean, Garoppolo's obviously going to go or whatever, but they're, it's shown weaknesses. And how do you – What do you mean shown weakness? What weakness? The, the offensive line minus Trent Williams I think is a liability. And the defensive line minus Nick Bosa is is can be a liability. When Nick Bosa has 18 and a half sacks and your next closest person has five. Yeah, I, and I've said it on the anybody listening locked on. I said I think the 49ers defensive line is overrated. So it's a, it's so, a fraud. And, I've been saying it for a while. It's, it's, it's but a fraud. They, they have one tried to throw resources at it though. Right? Like now, maybe, maybe they could throw more, right? But they did, they went. They they did a lot to get uh, D Ford. I think realistic. I mean, I think when they made the deal, D Ford might still be on the roster right now if he was able to play it out and wasn't getting hurt, right? So they they right. did try to go get D Ford and make that happen. They're probably still paying him. Uh, you went, you spent the second round pick on uh, Jackson. He was uh, inactive for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, you know, they, they went and got uh, Sosa uh, Ebicam, which again, not a huge signing, but it was somebody that could contribute. I mean, they put resources there. I hear what you're saying, though, like to go out and get a, a big-name guy or something like that. But when you have a Nick Bosa, you got to find somebody that can play, you know, competent uh, on the opposite side of him. And I think they struggle to, like, get anybody of that caliber. What you have to but do not is you have to – try, though. Like, even with no, Kinlaw. Like, Kinlaw was what a what, 14th overall pick. You know what I'm saying? But what you have to do is you have to try to find a compliment to a Nick Bosa to kind of take some of the pressure off of him. Because this is what I was saying going into the game was I thought the Eagles should have treated Bosa like they treated Parsons because Bosa is a great pass rusher. But I think out of like 190 run defenders, he was ranked like 185. So if they isolated him on the on the RPO, you kind of neutralize him a little bit. So what you need is someone that can take pressure off of a Nick Bosa. Not saying that you are in a complete well, rebuild. Like really that goes that. on how the team's philosophy is building the roster. All right, look what we have invested at our second level of our defense between Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. You chose to invest heavily on your front four at Philadelphia Eagles, which is that's your philosophy. The 49ers tried to invest heavily by adding the Boses, trying to try and uh, find something in Ebukam, Omenihu, trading a six-round pick for him. And it actually turned out to be like, okay, he contributed. He's nothing special. They invested in Drake Jackson, like Croc said. They also have Torrey in the practice squad for some reason. I don't know why he doesn't get a, a shot. They have Jordan Willis, but it's all on how teams, you know, build their 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 man, roster. Tony, even then, man, we're talking about a team like it ain't like the 49ers just got dominated up front. The no. damn uh Eagles average three yards a carry. I know. No, I completely agree. But what I'm saying is is like fundamentally, when you look at it, like the this is what I think the, the big difference minus Purdy getting hurt was in the game was the fact that it was Bosa or bust. Whereas the Eagles are, were the only team in the NFL to have all four starting defensive linemen have double digit sacks. 
So I come at you and I say, all right, you want to double Reddick? All right, what are you going to do about Fletcher Cox? You want to double Fletcher Cox? All right, what are you going to do about Brandon Graham? You know, and I'm not saying you need to completely rebuild your defensive I'm, line. I, I hear what you say. A compliment but- to Bosa would probably be one of my priorities going into the offseason. Ideally, you would like to do that, but even then, let's say, all right, they didn't do that. The 49ers had the number one defense in the NFL all year. So even I get what you're saying. Like, I would 100% love to have someone opposite Bosa. 100%. And again, I've said it. I think I thought the 49ers defensive line was overrated outside of Bosa, and he was so good and made everything else look a little bit better. And like you talked about with the sack numbers and all that, great. But again, number one defense all year. And not just that. I mean, we, we're talking about Jalen Hurts. You know, he, what, completed what, uh, 15 out of 25 passes for 120 yards. Like, it wasn't this crazy game. Like, again, they gave up three yards per carry on the ground, the 49ers did. So even with not having that counterpart to Nick Bosa, it wasn't like – the, the, the biggest issue was you had no quarterback. They couldn't keep a drive going. You, uh, they, they couldn't get off the field because of penalties on third down. Like, the, the issues that the 49ers had in this game were more self-inflicted. And, again, no, the Eagles won the game. But I'm just saying, in the sense of looking at it through 49ers' lens, if I'm John Lynch and those guys, I'm in there and I'm telling them, like, look, we screwed. Look, look what we did. This is not how we played all year. So I can't overreact to one game yeah. where we were undisciplined defensively. Like I said, uh, okay. because maybe so, they were pressing because you got Josh Johnson was, out there, you know. It was, okay, it was so here, here would be the combined for y'all number one and number two wide receivers, and y'all leading rusher at forty-three yards. The defense itself wasn't the problem; it was the penalty and, I understand and the, that. the quarterback. I understand yeah. that, and the points don't reflect what happened at the end of the day. But projecting forward, if if this matchup were to happen again next year in the nfc championship right do you think that purdy would be the the or any serviceable starting quarterback would be the sole thing making a difference in this game yes absolutely i'll say i'll say this chris um again you know you guys won it is what it is it's fine brock purdy finishes game it's a i, I think it's a different outcome i'm not saying by winning It'll be a lot closer. Maybe they win. Maybe they don't. Maybe the Eagles still win. But the problem is, and it, it's what exactly what happened versus the Giants. I hate the Giants. I think they were the most overrated team in the NFL going into the playoffs. They should not have been there. But with the Eagles, when you have that type of line and you force a team to go one-dimensional with the pass, that favors the Eagles. And I'm just going to tell you, huh? Absolutely. I 100 And I'm just going to tell you this right now. And I'm, I'm just being respectful. I'm just sharing my opinion. Brock Purdy finishes that game. I think the Eagles never would have been that aggressive up front because all the misdirection, all the, the play action, the run with Kyle Shannon and how he plays his system. Because if you watch how the Giants played that game, it was so vanilla. I coached high school football, and that's what we were doing in high school football. And it's just so vanilla, that game plan. If this kid didn't get hurt, you would have seen a different attack. It would have kept, like, you see how you said the RPO would keep Bosa off balance? All that pre-snap motion and shifting would have kept the Phillies, uh, Phillies D-line off balance. And that was, that was the scariest thing I said coming into this game. I said the offense is scary. I said when you have, like, a Debo in the backfield and then you split out McCaffrey and you put him in that jet sweep motion, I said that's a, that's a scary thing to have to handle because everyone has to be disciplined. 
And you saw it on the CMC touchdown. They they didn't tackle well. It was all shoulders, no arm tackling. All The only thing that I would say is that fundamentally, I don't feel like Purdy was the sole factor to, to the loss. I think there's other areas of impact that, that need to be addressed as a San Francisco. And that's not saying that it's a complete rebuild at all. It's not. Yeah. But well, I see, like, I see what you're saying. The like, way the NFL is trending is the, 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 the top paid guys are, are rushing the quarterback. Uh, uh, protecting the quarterback and stopping the wide receivers. Yeah. And when your defense is based around a guy like Nick Bosa giving you 18 and a half and your next closest giving you five. They are really hating on you, Chris. They are hating on you hard in this chat, bro. It's funny because I don't disagree. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think they're hating on you just because you're an Eagles fan. If I'm being completely honest with you. But that's fine. But you see me here, right? Like, and I'm... I've been in this thing for a while now, and I want you. I haven't said anything disrespectful about the 49ers at all. I'm willing to talk X's and O's. I'm I'm willing to break it down with you, and I've never said anything disrespectful about them. I'm a fan of the game. That's it. Hey, hey, Mr. Chris, Mr. Can, yes. can I get on just a second? I'm sorry. Damn, turned on. Hey, man, congratulations, my brother. Hey, you got a monster out there. Y'all what? showed up. That's what it takes to what? get championship football done, man. Congratulations yeah. to you, the city of Philadelphia, and and all Reach your the folks. Man. Reach the polls. Y'all, yeah, y'all came with it. I, I can't look deny out your it. window, Mike. I can't. I can't. Deny it. I'm here for the hate. I'm used to being hated. I've been down with the San Francisco 49ers since 1981. Ain't none of y'all going to tell me nothing. Hey, you get physical, you smack people around. This is what happens. You got to match that intensity. You got to, as Al Davis used to say, the quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. But that's, that's what, what I was saying. Was going into this, I really thought that across all positions – this game basically broke down to them being fairly to almost even. And in that situation, I feel like the, the main difference in those kind of games is quarterback play. And it's not a knock on Purdy at all. It, it really isn't. I mean, I could bring up DVOA, you know, look at the defenses he's played in that winning streak or whatever, but that's besides the fact. Okay. I don't understand how realistically you wouldn't, want to favor Jalen Hurts at home in Philadelphia over a, a Purdy. Okay. Now, it sucks that it didn't work out that way, but. Okay. And now I'm going to get into how we were looking at and viewing this. If you look at their QBRs, if you look at their stats, if you look at their percentages, if you look at their yards, they are virtually the same. Brock Purdy can pick you apart. Brock Purdy is efficient. Brock Purdy doesn't make mistakes. Brock Purdy is nimble of feet. Brock Purdy is everything we wanted, and I am here to state right now. That is who I want at the helm of this franchise for the next few years to come.
He I can be- match Jalen. He can match Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, he, all, he, all, he, all really Jalen Hurts had was the uh, only difference is the dynamic of, of the run-pass option. He's a little more shifty. He runs a 4-5-9. It's posted. Brock do a 4-8. But nimble of feet really doesn't uh, uh, take into place how wonderful this kid is. And let me give my man Brock Purdy, he, let me give him his flowers. Eight straight games, undefeated. This dude stayed north of 100% passer rating and gave everybody all they had. Resurged the uh, the position of tight end, which we thought had went dormant, and made George Kittle a all-pro once again. I don't know why anybody else – I don't know what you're looking at. I know you, you're you waiting for uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes or uh, Josh Allen to walk through that door. Sometimes it comes in the package of just efficiency, getting it done, and toughness, man. And he stares it down. He has great arm angle, uh, as uh, as as seen as evidence when these two kids played. And now I mean disrespect them and call them kids, but they played at Oklahoma and Iowa State, and it was forty-one to forty-two. Yeah, but that's a different. That's a different animal. No, 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 it's not. It's the same animal. They played the same conference against each other. And your boy, Jalen, had more division one, not division one, first round and, and, and high round talent on his team than Brock did. Okay. They're, so they're virtually the question. same level, and I thought they could make them in there as well. No, none of that's a factor in what happened today. So, no, no, what happened today is we got our physical and the sorry McGlinchey. No, we and, didn't. And look, when you no, we when didn't. we go through when we go no, through we four quarterbacks, it is a protection problem, we Mike. Didn't. We it's didn't a get protection problem. We, we didn't I get said it at the beginning today. of the year. When you got a sorry dag on line. It's going to come back and haunt you. And McGlinchey, you were playing a little bit better. You had done some things, but but uh, 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 Michael Parsons last week threw you out the club, looking like uh, uh, Uncle Phil throwing out Jazzy Jeff. That was one you play. Got to protect your assets first, hey, Mike. Hey, that, that was one play, and and on that same play, he didn't even get to the quarterback. So what are we talking about? So what are we talking about? You talking about aesthetics? You talking about looks? Michael Parsons didn't affect that play that he tossed Mike Mike McGlinchey. So what are we talking about? If we've you want to be real, if you want to be real, the tight end didn't hold we've up their blocking quarterbacks. It was the tight end. It ain't the quarterback. It was the tight end. The tight ends are the ones that affect the problem. Game. If you got a problem getting to work because your car keep breaking down, you got a car problem, Mike. You don't have a work problem. Go ahead. So, I. The offensive line, I think, kind of does need to be addressed because outside of Trent Williams, there really isn't much. But yeah, but that's I want to ask you guys a question. Wait, 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 wait. What's the number one it. position we'll be looking for this offseason? When, when, when Breezy goes down to Mobile, Alabama, which uh, congratulations, my Wayne Breezy. I hope everything went well in Philly, my man. Oh, yeah. We're looking for what? Offensive. Lineman, that, that is the number one absolutely, problem. Absolutely wrong. Are we looking for quarterbacks? Are we looking for running backs? Are we looking Keep for going. more receivers? Keep going. Do we need more? Do we need better linebackers? Keep going. Do we need 
more edge rushing. What's the number oh, one name for this team? It's defensive no, linemen, bro. Stop playing with me, man. I don't Stop playing that. with me, bro. It's defensive linemen. Stop playing with me. Defensive line is the biggest need for this 49ers team. And then after that, it's secondary. Stop playing with me, bro. What are you I, talking no, about? I, I, and, but this is one of the places I think you really got Aaron, think- Aaron Banks has been a number one left guard in the entire NFL. Stop playing with me. Jake Brindell made it to the Pro Bowl. Stop playing with me, bro. What are y'all talking about? Mike McGlinchey has been above average. Y'all can hate on him all y'all want. Stop playing with me. Now, that alternate rotation bullshit at right guard, I don't know why they're doing that. We got a rookie in Burford, but you don't just give up on a rookie in his first year. You let him develop more in the offseason. He's going to be just fine. The I, offensive line is not a problem. Now, if you want to tell me they're going to look for a center because Brindell's washed up and he's past his prime, that's something different. But you cannot sit here and tell me that the 49ers offensive line was a fucking problem this year. That is not the truth. Y'all got to stop lying to yourselves about that. What not, a problem for the, not a problem for the regular season. But when it comes down to matching up against these teams in the NFC, it would be a problem if you have to face the Eagles in the same situation again next year. Now, the Eagles are going to lose people. They're going to lose right. rep. I Here think we call it the push. I got like, back. the same guy who thinks Witherspoon. I, I'm going to break corner. I got to go push back a little bit. I got to push back. I'm going to say something, and I, I'm just telling you from a fan and a person who played in coach football. If they were allowed to run their offense, the outcome is different in this game. I'm telling you 100. percent They exactly. they became one dimensional. They put the offensive line in a position where they were get, they were just teeing off against them. There was no responsibilities, no rush lanes. They just kept coming and coming and coming and coming, and that's it. So when so, did Purdy get hurt? Purdy got hurt in the first drive, first second opening drive, drive. No, opening what? drive. No, he did it. This, this offensive line is built to run a Kyle Shanahan offense, and yes. once Purdy went down, the this Kyle is, Shanahan it, offense. The, went the, out the problem is the 49ers offense is not a drop back offense. It is a, it's a quick step drop, rhythm. quick out, yards after exactly. catch off. So you don't need stellar offensive linemen. Even though we do have some good offensive linemen in Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, I think Burford has potential. He's young. He needs to be taught the ropes. McGlinchey can be replaced if it comes down to a dollar and cents thing. If someone offers him more money as a free agent, then that's going to become a need. But if you look at the play where Brock Purdy got hurt, it is designed where there's action going around. There's an orbit motion behind and Purdy. Who, where who missed the block, Tony? It's a it's a design it's a, play. A third, where, a third hold on. Uh, string tight end. No, hold on. It, it's a design it's run. Middle. It's no, no. Listen, it's a design play where Debo goes around the quarterback as an orbit motion to freeze the second level of your defense. Then they send a tight end from the weak side, from the the opposite side, to crack the free rusher on the left side, last man on the line of scrimmage, and the offensive line down blocks. What happened was he missed the block. It happens. Maybe it was a poor angle. It happens. He got hurt, and it cost him the game. But I'm just saying, if he didn't get hurt on that play, and that offense could have gotten to – could have completed their script. They didn't even complete the script. If Kyle could have gotten to a rhythm with that offense, with run, play action – you know, the jet sweeps, whatever he had planned for that game, I do think this game would have been different. It would have been a lot closer and potentially a different outcome because now you're looking at a situation where the whole second half, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. So what happens? Your defense is on the field. They get gassed. They break down, and that's what happens. Who but is if it? You Who take- is it? 
Who was the Go tight end that, that missed the block? On I the, think on the it was Croft. Croft was the cross block, and then Kittle and, and um, Kittle and McGlinchey were the down blocks. So they let almost essentially left the la left the last man on the scrimmage unblockable, thinking that he would bite on the orbit sweep on the orbit motion because Debo was running that way. So I mean, listen, nine out of ten times it works. And the problem that I have with the fan base and people in the NFL or like just whatever, when it works, he's a genius. When it doesn't work, he sucks. That's not acceptable. And I don't care what anybody says. You throw a fourth-string quarterback who's been in the league 16 years, is approximately 38, 37 years old, who's been a backup. It was 81. I'm sorry. His, his backup his whole life Thank you, into Mike. a situation of an NFC championship game. I don't give a shit who your coach is and who you have in front of you. It's going to be an issue. So, so if if all things stay the same and and Purdy stays healthy throughout that entire game, yes, I know it's hard it's hard to do and, and look back and project or whatever. So, if Purdy stays healthy for that entire game, mm -hmm. do you, do you think you have do you think you win the game? I think we could potentially. I'm not going to. You don't know if we could win. Yes. I will tell you this. Yes. I'll say I will yes. tell you this. Wait, I, I will tell you this based off of production. And I'm just saying statistics that the Eagles posted, and I'm not going to give the penalty stat. I'm just going to go based off of what I saw from that team. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. Besides two minutes of the first the, half where they put up those 14 points on short fields because of mistakes, because of John, Josh Johnson, I will 100% agree with you. It was that third quarter drive. Those, those You're 100% right. Nothing, nothing in the penalties. second half counts. You cannot it, it count anything in the second half. San Francisco 49er penalties, the, the, the illegal contact, the face mask. You're 100% right. No, listen, Dre Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw got the flag 100%. Ward was a little handsy. We'll give it to you. That's a flag, 100%. But you're not going to sit here, and no one's going to sit here and try to tell me that the Eagles are a superior team, which would allegedly an MVP throwing for 121 yards. No. Wait, so I'm sorry. How, and that's how I know the Niners would have won this game. I'm sorry. The statistics don't add up. As bad as the 40 – wait, hold on, Mike. Let me finish, please. As bad as the 49ers offense was with no quarterback – you're telling me you possessed 37, 37, 26 to 22, 34, and it was a hundred yard difference in productivity and offense. But but that's the fundamental difference is because of because of the way that they built their defense and getting those short fields. All right, those stats all all sound nice and stuff, but what did we put up? 38 points. Yes, because, because number one, because we had short fields because our defense was built a certain way. I understand so, yes, that, but the 49ers offense. The 49ers offense will never the 49ers offense was never able to get into a rhythm because of the lack of the quarterback. Josh Johnson sucks. Brock Purdy got hurt. Whether it's Kyle's fault or not, if the offense was allowed to get into a rhythm, I'm not saying full arsenal of rhythm, but if it was a consistency where we could throw a pass more than five yards, we couldn't but, do that. So but we but, became but severely one-dimensional. Give a little credit to the Eagles. Defense I'm giving 100%. I'm giving you guys credit. I'm giving you guys credit. You stepped up. Wouldn't, wouldn't throw the ball? Yes. Yeah, okay. No, hey, I Chris, understand that. Chris, the I'm, problem hey, is I'm coming with it, man. Y'all, hey, y'all came with it. You were intense. You came out there. 
and 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 you match our intensity level on offense, and hey, it it, it is what it is. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna be like the Cowboy fans around the world in the media after we subdue the number one offense in all the land and hold them to 12 points and say, well, Dak had a bad day. It was Dak's fault. Oh yeah. No, no, y'all came out damn ball. But I will tell you to a man, we are the number one defense in the entire NFL. We are good. We were, were matching you. But oh. it changes the dynamic when your quarterback goes out and and my, my backup has oven mitts on and, and and won't and Cam Newton like won't jump on the daggone ball. We could have at least jumped on the ball, maintained possession, and punt it. It was just uh, a fourteen point difference right there. Two scores, a super score. You take, away, you take away that one drive that Jalen Hurts had those couple rushing plays. You guys did an amazing job shutting him down. You did a great job shutting AJ Brown down, you know. And and, and I want to take a, away, I want to take away that that catch that wasn't a catch at the very beginning of the game that y'all got real slick on and went on and and, and snapped it. And your Eagles and I can't blame them. I would do the same thing in Santa Clara, California. Hold that angle back until after that play is called. Brilliant, my man. Brilliant gamesmanship. I told them the same thing. I said when you saw Devontae Smith get up that quickly and say we need to get on the ball, we dropped it. He knew he dropped it. That's on Cal a little bit. He that that should have sent red flags everywhere. Whenever they get up and they don't, you know, give you the first down, like yeah, whatever. When they run into that huddle and say, "Hey, snap this, snap this, <laughs> snap into a slim gym," we should have known right there. But hey, it's a brilliant thing. You didn't show the replays in uh in in the link until after the plays had transpired and that was a fourth and two that was a fourth and two and you got plays uh, uh points off of it that could could change the complexity of the game congratulations i just want to say you guys did great tonight all right i, I don't think shinahan's the problem i really don't guys you got five more minutes and then we're going to get to the super chat segment here we're going to get to the super chat segment so if you guys have any more super chats send them in i got a couple of them i think i see about 10 super chats so far that have been marked for uh reading. We're gonna go through them as a group. There's any other thoughts that you guys have on here? Tony, Steve, Teradome, and Kit Chris. There's any other thoughts that you guys want to get through? Let's get through them in the next five minutes so we can get to the super chat segment. They want to wrap this up so I can see the second half of this AFC championship game. So I can see who's gonna be playing the Eagles uh in two weeks. All right. Um, so let's let's start with Tony, man. Tony, any other thoughts that you want to share? You want to get off your chest, man. Um <coughs> It was it was a rough one. It was an emotional one, you know. And here we we're, we're pointing the blame. We're talking about the Niners need this, the Niners need that. And I guess it's all a matter of perspective, right? Tony, you said something that I thought was very interesting, though. You said, I, I can't quote you because I don't know the exact words, but it was along the lines of, if the Niners get outbid for McGlinchey's services, then we might need to look to replace him. If they don't get outbid, if you had it your way, would you be bringing him back and then – Give me the rest of your thoughts. After you're done, we'll go to Steve, then we'll go to Teradome, then we'll go to Chris. I think it comes down to a money factor. And the one thing that's given me a little doubt is you know the way the 49ers roll as far as contracts. Before their last season ends, they like to get them under an extension. That is yet to happen for Mike McGlinchey. So it's a little bit off script from how they usually operate. Um, 
But as far as like whatever else I have to get off my chest, um, again, like, you know, congratulations to the Eagles. They won. But I just think there's a lot of context behind this. And I think I, I just wish that Purdy could have finished this game. I, I just really wish that he did not get hurt. And because I promise you, I think it would have been a lot closer, if not different in the outcome. Because damn near finished the whole when, damn thing. <laughs> when you when you um hang your defense out the dry due to the consistent of constantly running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. And like, you know, we could talk about officiating. Were there some questionable questionable calls? Sure there were. There was questionable calls. There was a handful of them. But I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say well, why'd they call that? It is what it is. They called it. It's the game. That's what they rolled with. But no. I, I just wish Brock could have finished this game because I think it would have been different and it would have been a lot closer because this team oh, another 30 minutes. with Brock Purdy was a dangerous team going into the playoffs. And I don't care. We only scored what? 19? What did we score versus Dallas? 19? 19. 19. We scored 19 versus Dallas. That's fine. It is what it is. We won the game. But I just think the way Kyle's offense was with the aggression of the front line of the Eagles, it could have been a little different if the defense got to catch their breaths instead of coming on the field in two minutes. So there's pros and cons to it. Um, But, again, congratulations to the Eagles. And, you know, that's it. Hey, wait, before you go, Tony, let me ask you this question. Who do you think had a better defense, the Eagles or the Cowboys? Oh, come on. No, no, no. I just, I'm just asking him a question. I'm just asking what he thought, what he thinks. Who had a better I can't, defense? I, I can't answer that because of who played the quarterback position. Come on. I can't answer that, Mike. It's not a fair answer to give. <laughs> All year, statistically, it hasn't been a fair answer, dude. You're telling me that Slay and Bradbury haven't been possibly the top two tandem in the NFL as cornerbacks? And the only team in the NFL to have four starters have double-digit sacks, and that's not a better defense than Micah Parsons. And then who? Well, didn't the didn't the Dallas Cowboys put forty up on your defense? Okay, and we put up thirty-four against them with a backup quarterback. Like, okay, well, <laughs> so I'm just saying what I know. I, I can't. I can't. I honestly, what can what what is honestly odd about me and i just don't understand this and i can't figure this out for nothing maybe you could explain it to me how you're number one in sacks but you're not number one in pressures that's what i don't understand because i, can, I, I, I did my research tony coming into this couldn't answer if i may they feasted on the washington commanders when they were young in their season and couldn't get their offensive line together nine sacks in one game and then they feasted on the lonely new york giants seven sacks in the game that's your 15 right that's 16 that's your gap that makes this look like oh my god they leading in sacks they feasted on. on a couple of other teams. Y'all and y'all and, and, and they were your sacks. They're great. You you got them. But I see how you can pull that off a little bit. Because I was wondering how how can you average 4.1 sacks a game for 17 games? So I, I had to go back and look at did they have a couple of really big games? Because you have 70 and the closest competitor has 55. So I said, how did they pull off this extra 15? Y'all went buck wild on the uh, 
uh, uh, Chicago Bears. You was, went buck wild he... on on the Cowboys. You went buck wild on the New Orleans Saints, who we shut out. And was you went buck wild on the one who... Commanders. Wasn't your sorry? defense the one who had to go to overtime against the Oakland Raiders with Stidham as their quarterback? And yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. And and that well, can, and, and that, 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 and that was on that was on New Year's Day in Las Vegas, Nevada, after New Year's. And let me tell you something. I've been 25 years old before. I have never been able to look at my bank account and see about $10 million. I'm I'm going to promise you there was some boys missing some bad checks that night in Las Vegas, Nevada. It happens with so many things. Mike, I think I told you about there are five cities that will produce an upset during the end of the year historically. I studied this stuff. I studied this stuff. When these boys go to Miami, Florida, South Beach, Atlanta, Georgia, Las Vegas, Nevada, Los Angeles, California, and New York, New York, there's probably going to be an upset come Sunday morning. I'm not saying anybody did it. All you married guys, I'm not saying you did it. Hey, it's cool. But I was doing it back in my day, and I was broke. Okay. All right. All right, man. Right, I was just wondering, I, I wasn't leading or anything. I just wanted to know who we thought had a better defense because I felt like, I felt like the Cowboys had a better defense when we went against the Cowboys versus coming into this game against the Eagles. This is not about the results afterwards at all. That's not what I was asking the question about. It was going into the game, which defense was I more worried about? And with me personally, I was more worried about the Cowboys' defense than the Eagles' defense. And now, to rebut a little bit of what you said, Teradome, there, every team that has ever led the league in sacks has had those eight, nine, ten sack games two or three times in the season. And that's usually what sets them apart from the rest of the league. So I don't hold that against the Eagles. I, I don't either. I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting into the dichotomy of how it happened. You know? Right. But to, but to Tony's point about – where were the pressures? The pressures didn't add up. I think that the pressures show more consistent pass rush where sacks are more uh, circumstantial, if that makes any sense. You know, we've seen sacks. We saw Solomon Thomas how many years ago get credited with a sack where he didn't touch a guy. But he was the closest person when the quarterback ran out of bounds. Like sacks are a finicky, they're a finicky stat. Pressures show more of your guys getting to the quarterback and forcing them to move around a little bit. So that's, that's why I was asking that question, but it's all good. Uh, Steve, let me get your final thoughts before we go ahead and get to these super chats, man. Go ahead. Uh, Just my personal opinion, but I think some of these rules, like um, that roughing the kicker, it has to change. They have to look at how it happened. And if, if the, if the player was pushed into the kicker, it should not be a penalty on that team. I agree with you 100%. I was the first one that said he got blocked into him. I don't think that was a penalty. He got blocked into him. That should not have been a penalty. And even if it was, it should have been the five-yard variety, not the 15, because it wasn't the landing leg. It was the kicking leg. I agree with you. I He was blocked into him on that one. That was the backbreaker. That was the one that snowballed into – the the illegal contact that snowballed into the face masking penalty, and 
that was the backbreaker. And I will be the first to admit that that shouldn't, he was blocked. Into yeah. And, and even with that, even with that, I agree with both of you guys. But even with that, the game was over because we couldn't throw the ball down the field. We just couldn't. And, so, and, yeah. and also, the, uh, the the player that started uh, towards the end, you know, I think he should be suspended for the Super Bowl for starting that. And oh, come on. Uh, props to 42. Trent, props to Trent Williams for ending it. Woo! That was, he, no, that was he, dirty. No, he he ain't ended. He that shut that MF down. <laughs> I I was he yelling. See Hassan Reddick? Reddick was running on the field without a helmet. I said someone needs to get that guy off of the field because you, the last thing we need is Reddick suspension for the Super Bowl. But that was I think that was that was dirty, bro. The whistle had blown and that was dirty. That was frustration boiling over, and I completely understand it. But I think that was that was dirty. Well, the Niners have this this mindset where we might not start it, but we're definitely going to end it. So I I applauded the Niners for going out there and standing up for their brothers when the Eagles guys wouldn't back down. However, there's also a point in time where it's like, come on, man, like look at what you're doing, look at what you're going to cost us. It ended up being offsetting penalties, so it didn't really matter at the end of it all, and I'm glad the refs called it that way. But there was no flag the whole time until Trent Williams decided to body chuck somebody. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, so was, that was a little. That was what, like five, at least five seconds after the whistle blew. Right. Well, and there were two scrimmages going on at the same time. There was a pile up north and there was a pile in the south. And they were just like, the refs just weren't going to throw a flag. And then once Trent Williams slammed my man, then I see the flag. I'm like, oh, now y'all want to fucking throw it. Like, I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was, it was kind of tiring, you know, but I don't want to be the guy that blames the refs. The Niners have to go into every game. And not just the Niners, any NFL team, you got to go in knowing it's 11 and the Zebras against you. You got to go in there and you got to overcome all of those factors every single game, home or away. I don't care. And unfortunately, the Niners couldn't do it. So, and, that's, yeah. and, that's, and that's why I've been saying uh, in the past, how many shows? Fire all the rest, put electronic guy, let the electronic guy call the penalties. I, that's why I've been saying it, Mike. Oh, wow. I don't, right. I don't like it. It's the same thing with baseball with these, like, you know, getting rid of the, the behind the plate umpire. I kind of the human nature of it aspect a little bit kind of I like it a little bit, you know, like or or at least hey hey Chris, can we all agree make NFL referees full time and a hundred percent salary and not have them doing this and that. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's a dentist. He's a doctor. You know. If they were if, if they were accountable for for their calls and and they got penalized for calling wrong calls, then okay, keep them. But they're not. Well, you, I mean, different sport. But you saw the exact same thing happen last night in that Lakers Celtics game. That oh, blatant wow. foul on LeBron James, and then immediately after the game, the NBA came out and said, "We got it wrong." All right, but what does that do for the impact of the game? The Celtics still yeah, won. Still lost the game. Yeah. Right. Right. But, and what's that at, uh, umpire in the MLB? Miguel Hernandez or whatever. Awful behind the plate guy. It, All right, I'm kind here of it Here Let me get, let who, me get your final Did, did, well, did, did y'all see Patrick Beverly come out with the with, with the, the camera? The camera. <laughs> tell him, look, look, look at here. <laughs> that was killer. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying get rid of all the refs in all the sports. Yeah, this. they're basically no good. 
at all. And yeah, I did correct calls, and there was a lot of garbage calls, but. Can, you, hey, you got me now, Mike. Let, let, let me let me go ahead and throw this out real quick, Steve. First and foremost, man, a drink to seeing my boys all back together. Uh, I checked y'all out on YouTube yesterday. Yes, I saw sir. Nick. Yes, sir. I saw, uh, Greasy. I saw. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me bring Tony back. Let me bring Tony back for that. Hold Where's on. Tony at? See, seeing you, Nick, Tony. Uh, oh man, uh, man, and breezy Lame. all together. Yeah. Like, hey, Mike, shout out to the mothership. The mothership oh. had landed in Philly, man. Y'all look good together. It was some cornhole discrepancies, but we'll let that go. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, Mike, you and Nick had that race. Uh, no, actually, we did not. We we didn't run the race, man. We did not run the race. Yeah, run the race, man. man. Pay per view, turned like, on, turned on. Get y'all paper. Hey, Terrador, I was tossing five-pound bags. Mike's was tossing five-ounce bags. So that, that's like a big difference. <laughs> oh, look at the hate. That's not true. I'm, I'm going to challenge that because on the official game that we showed on live. I got the recording of you even saying it, Mike. <laughs> he, got, he got receipts, right, Mike. He got no, receipts. No, I, got, I got receipts, too, because Tony, what he's not telling you is he's talking about the first game. The game that we showed on camera were with the yeah. Niner bags, and they were all regulation. They were all even. <laughs> so he's, try, he's trying to play you against me, bro. The, what he the said first was game true, I was throwing five-pound bags. I'm like, yo, why is yeah, this shit going in? Man, yeah, it's wonderful seeing y'all together, man. He, he, he tried to get me there. He tried to get me there. <laughs> Your question about the Eagles or the Cowboys, which one had a better Wait, hold defense? On, hold on, hold on, Terry. Hold on. Tony, man, thanks for jumping in here, bro. I appreciate right. you giving my love to the family. I know you got family over there. One love, Tony. Right, yes, sir. God bless you, man. For, a few, for an hour or so, okay? I appreciate uh, you, big girl. Have a good night, guys. Be safe out there. Uh, the question right, about there who's a better defense, the Eagles or the Cowboys, I'll just say it like this. I think the Eagles have a, a better collection of players, but the Cowboys seemingly play better. You oh, know, that, 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 that's, that's what I'll say. Because you got – I think y'all got as many all pros on defense as we do, but you know y'all both uh, uh, are there for second and third. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers had the best players. I, uh, again, I'm gonna reiterate. I think our biggest deficiency is the right part of the offensive line. It's 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 got to be a protection issue. If, if you've seen quarterbacks go down, and, and you know first, second, and set, uh, tenth week, ninth week. And two went down today. Uh, man, it, it, it's got to be something there. Um, and thank y'all for having Miss Anita Baker do the national anthem. It's uh, I, for whatever her birthday was just recently. And man, when I seen Anita Baker pull that national anthem, man, it, it did something to my heart. Some of my best days were. Uh, back in any need, need a Baker days, I'll leave that. Back when you were in Miami, huh? when you were in Miami, broke, still living it up. Is that what you're talking about? I know what you're talking about, big dog. I hear you. I hear you over there. <laughs> All right, so guys, look, this is what we'll do, man. Uh, we got some super chats. We're going to run through the super chats here. Chris, if you got to go, that's all. That's good. I want to thank you for staying in here. So so as long as you have, uh, you got to deal with the, the um, hostile 
49er fan base right now. You guys won. They don't want to see you on here repping your colors or anything like that. But again, you're a friend of the family. You, you know, you're a brother to my brothers. That means you're my brother. We're, we're in here. We're good. You're welcome to stay. What we do here at the end of every show is the Super Chat segment. And what we do is people who pay for comments to be read on the air. Uh, we break that all down here. So that's what we're going to do right now. All right. Uh, we don't get to do victory shots tonight. So we're sorry for everybody. The game didn't go the way that we wanted it to, uh, but we still got the super chat segment. So we're gonna start at the top. Uh, we'll rotate, Eve. Everybody's gonna get to respond to one, and we'll go around in a circle uh, as needed. We're gonna start with my man Steve. Uh, this first, this first one here is from Gerald. He says here, "What was the point? What was the point of the game that you knew you were screwed? I knew we were done after the roughing the punter call. He didn't say after Brock Purdy went down. He said after the roughing the punter call." Steve, is that when you knew that this game was over? I kind of had that fear when Brock Purdy went out. Um, but, you know, like, it's a, it's a combination of things, right? It's Brock Purdy going out. Um, you know, and, and for a while, Purdy <coughs> held, you know, um, and we got – Something going on offense, and and then like it's just one thing after another with um, Josh Johnson, and he just looked like he didn't belong. Like, I mean, honestly, four string guy. It, yeah, it, he's it, a four string guy. Right. It was the, it was the, it was the last two minutes of the first half. It it really was. It was. Because it was a tight game to that. You, the 49ers started to build back confidence. You know, the Eagles went down and and, and drove and scored. And then the, the Niners defense was kind of shutting them down. And then once Purdy got out and then it it got to that last two minutes left and it got down to that 21-7 going into half, knowing the end of Purdy and knowing that Josh Johnson was the guy that would be responsible for the whole second half. I think that I, that was the point where the game got a hand. I, I also feel like Josh Johnson had better protection than Josh Purdy had when when Purdy was in there. Explain that one to me. Like, well, I, I think collectively they got they, – they had to get a little bit better because, guys, this is all we got now. And even then, he goes down. I, I'll say it like this. Man, that first – you know, second play – when I saw Warner go down, and then he came back eventually, and then Bosa's on the sideline, gets leg whipped, and he's over there bleeding. And, you know, sometimes it's just not your day. It's, it, it just says it's not your day. But when I saw Christian McCaffrey trying to swap out helmets to get the, the speaker in his helmet versus – uh, the other quarterback, I was like, this is really getting bad. This is going to get uh, – I had a college coach one time say, hey, man, it's about to get funky out there. <laughs> it was – I think it was 30 to nothing at half, and and they wind up dusting us off pretty good. All right, Teradome, this next question is going to be for you. This was from Rome. He says, and I quote, why call long developing plays so early against the pass rush uh, with 70 sacks? That was the narrative all week. Eagles' path was to get to the quarterback. 
Brock Purdy got hurt because of it. Were they long plays? I don't I don't know if they were that. What do you think, Teradon? Rome 33, you definitely right, man. You you don't want to be back there with a, a five and a seven-step drop dealing with some dogs early. You you want to get that thing. We we always we we say get it out of your hands quick. Get it out of your hands quick. This is how Tom Brady has sustained himself for 20 years in the NFL. We got playmakers to get it to them quickly out of your hands. Let's go. And if you can set it up, if because because uh Kyle is a narrative type coach versus uh, uh Al Davis who's a this is what I do. You get ready to get this work. I don't care. He needed well, to set it up a little bit to to get their their ears pinned up a little bit and have them you know thinking and hesitating for a second. Well, this you're, is you're why correct. This is exactly why I don't think that uh, the 49ers quarterback is a position of need to attack. Is because Kyle Shanahan has thrown it has shown it throughout the season that he can basically make almost any kind of quarterback successful in his system. So there's no need to overpay a Brady. There's no need to overpay anyone like that when it's when your system is based on a yards after catch kind of kind of system. You know, like you've seen it. You see it with Debo. You see it not so much with Ayuk, but it's the Debo and the Christian McCaffrey's where it's that three three step drop. Get it out of your hand quick. You know, easy decisions, everything like that. Because you saw, I mean, I can't say that Trey Lance was very successful in that system. But Garoppolo had proven that he had been successful in it. And then when you bring in a guy like a Mr. Irrelevant, like Brock Purdy, and he's able to do what he's able to do in those kinds of situations, it kind of shows that the system that he builds isn't reliant on that top end kind of quarterback. And when you're in the kind of salary cap position you are to be able to have that, that uh, benefit of not having to spend at the quarterback position because you're looking at the teams that are still in it with your, your, your Bengals and your Eagles on those quarterbacks with rookie contracts, it's a benefit. So I think that Purdy sh- should at least have the starting job going into next year. I don't know if I'm going to agree with the starting job, but that is a debate for the entire offseason. You'd be taken away from content that I'm going to create later on if I were to answer that question now. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. We're going to put put a pin in that one. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's it's all good. You know what I mean? Look, the, the, the fact of the matter is this, man. In any game, at any time, your quarterback is vulnerable to injury. It doesn't right. matter right. if it's first down, third and long, uh, third and short. None of, none of that makes a difference. One wrong hit, you were down a quarterback. Uh, backup quarterbacks have to be ready. They have to be prepared. Josh Johnson did not look the role tonight, uh, and I'm really upset that he was Play on the 49ers. As a fourth stringer. And and here's the thing. You know what it cripples franchises? Wait, 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 wait. Before you say that, I'm not going to consider him a fourth stringer. He was the backup. Brock Purdy was a starter. He was number two. I understand what you're saying as far as depth charts go. I completely get that. But the Niners have to be aware that we are one hit away from the next man being up. And if you don't have faith in a guy like Josh Johnson to execute your plays, you got to have a better plan in place. And Kyle Shanahan did not have a better plan in place for Josh Johnson to run this offense. But but and Mike, he was matter. he was already on the third stringer, man. <laughs> that, that doesn't matter. No, that, that, that doesn't matter. Now let me now let me let me go out here and say this. 
let me go out here and say this, right? There's not a lot of quarterbacks that are good in the NFL. As high as everyone was on, on Minshew, Minshew was the biggest free agent backup this entire offseason, right? And what happened when he went in for the Eagles? 0-2. 0-2, right? He was the biggest named free agent backup quarterback in the entire NFL. There's only a handful of these guys that you can trust to go in there and win you games. We got lucky. We 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 got a gym in Brock Purdy. We did. I'm not gonna hold anybody. I'm no qualms about that at all. We got Josh. We got Josh Johnson behind Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy was that guy. He came in here. He was confident. He knew the offense. He executed it well. The 49ers lucked out having our number three be just as good as number two. That's that's where we were. However, well, let, me, let me say the worst thing ball. you can do as a franchise is overpay a, a decent quarterback. Yeah, you don't want to overpay. And right now the 49ers are lucky that our top two quarterbacks are both on rookie contracts. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll see yeah. what happens next year. I can almost guarantee you Josh Johnson won't be back. I can almost oh, guarantee oh, yeah. you. Yeah. Josh yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Qu- yeah. Question for you. Did you catch that? Oh, What's the, what's the score? What's the score? Let's go, Bengals. It's about to be 13 up. Oh, it's about to be 13 up after the extra point. Let's go, Cincy. Let's go. Mike, question for you. A man went above everybody. Check this out. Oh, shit. Go ahead, Steve. Look at him. Look at him work. Look at him work. Let's go, Higgins. Let's go, T. Don't, don't mind Mike. He's got ADD, man. Mike's everywhere. Sorry. I'm sorry. What's up, Steve? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, to help Bosa on the defensive side of the ball. For like five or six, like four, four or five draft picks or whatever, who would it been? Say, say that, say that again. One more time, if you could bring in one defensive player from any team in the NFL to help Bosa on the defensive side of the ball for Chris, a couple of draft picks, who would Chris? You don't Jones. give up draft. Picks. Don't even have to give up Jones, the Kansas Hargraves. City Chiefs. Hargraves no. is a free agent Chris Jones, this season. Chris Jones. Chris Hargraves Jones. Because for Chris, me, it's Michael Parcell. Listen, listen. Y'all want to know the truth? If I'm the, Niners, if I'm the Niners and he's healthy, I'm bringing back D Ford. D Ford was a beast when healthy. D Ford was a monster. And in passing situations, that's what you need. I would have brought back D4. Okay. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is as far as his recovery. I don't know if he's ever going to play football again. But you give me a healthy D4 on the opposite side of Nick Bosa, the league would have been completely hit and caught off guard. There's, we I think weren't, we, we weren't fortunate enough to have that happen right now. That's all. I'm not sure who the, the two on the e- – and, again, I'm, I might sound like a little homer here, but I'm not sure who the two are on the Eagles defensive line. But I think it might be it's, – it's either Reddick – and Graham or Graham and uh, Hargraves. I think they would be, and they're free agents, so you don't have to give up draft picks for them. But you're in a yeah. salary cap. You're in a salary yeah. cap. I thought, I thought he was talking about this season, not next season, so I apologize. A- any season. any a- This season, next season, doesn't matter. Oh, well, I, I haven't looked at the free agency pool for next year, so I don't, I don't have an answer right now. So If it's uh, me, get, give, me, give me Chris Jones. Mike, D4 for real, man. Yes. Out of everybody, D Ford. He's talking about pass rush. He's talking about pass rush, man. Take him over, Brandon Graham. 
No, deep forward, man. When y'all hear y'all in the chat, he said he said deep forward. Thanks, Danny Dynamo. That's where I'm at. Uh symmetry seven. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he said it. All right, I ain't messing with y'all. All right, here, here you go, Terradome. Why is Kyle down to the fourth quarterback? Oh, yeah, because he ran Trey Lance between the tackles. It starts and ends with Kyle. I dare you to agree with this. I dare you to agree with this. Good, good, Terradome. I dare you to agree with it. One or one or two were Kyle's. Not one is on Kyle. No, I say two were on Kyle. And two were on the protection slash the quarterback. That that no, poor play design to to run the, the quarterback into the teeth of of a of a really good uh, a defensive front. And uh, secondly, that play where you got a third stringer blocking the All Pro uh, Reddick. Come on, man. No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's me. All right. We're going to keep it moving. We got we got a lot more to get to here. Uh, guitar. Guitar Boyish. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. Uh, why is Ty- Tyler Croft matched up with Reddick one-on-one on any play-action pass before you've established a run? That is irresponsible play calling. This goes back to the play specifically yep. when Brock Purdy got injured. And I thought it was Kittle. I was wrong. I went back and I looked at the play. It was 81. It was Tyler Croft. And, you know, Tyler Croft had a tough any, – any, any tight end in that situation, including George Kittle, they had a tough job there because they started on one side, had to work their way across the field and try to pick up the, try to pick up the pass, uh, pass rush on a play that the pass rusher already had the momentum going. Now you got to find his angle and track it. It was a tough call. It was a hard play. Uh, but, you know, if it was easy – Anybody would be out there doing it. I don't have a good answer as to why it was time. It was Croft. Um, but here's what I do know. It happened, and that was the reason that the Niners lost this game. And that one play right there, you can you can put that on a poster. That play right there is why the Niners lost this game. Um, got to at least chip. I, I, I won't beat around the bush on it. If anyone else has anything to add, you guys can say it now. If not, we're going to go to the next comment. Mm, no, that nope. covered my, my question last time and that one. So yeah, yeah, bad play. That's poor play design. Don't 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 the, have them doing that. Just they got to get better at uh, pass protection. Whether they get new talent, whether they practice it in the off season, they have to they have to do something to like start. Almost had it. All right, JP Hellehart is here. Uh, you know what, Chris? You can take this one here. Scripted NFL football. This game was fixed from the beginning. As an Eagles right, fan, what do you think? I I I hate to play this narrative, but I really do think that at certain points Philly does get disrespected. We're seeing it in the NBA right now. Embiid's not a starter, dude. Like, I, I don't think it was fixed. I it's 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 really tough to say because San Francisco and Philly both have great market. You know, they really do. I think the NFL would have been happy almost 
jubilant with any either one of the markets that made it. But I mean to say that to say that it's it's fixed and and, and scripted. I I think the I think the refs I think the refs did a decent job. I, I, of course, the Eagles fan thinks the refs did a good job. No, get out of here. Chris, if we would have won that thing, you said they just wanted to see the movie Mister Irrelevant starring yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling. You know, my, my final take is this, and I said it earlier in the show, guys. So I'm not. You guys know I'm not just saying this because of the question here. Um, if you're an NFL team, you got to line up and you got to know that you're going against the opposing 11 plus the Zebras. You got to be above reproach. You got to go out there so they can't question your integrity, they can't question your mindset, and they can't throw flags on you. And tonight, unfortunately, the Niners just bit the bullet. You know what I'm don't saying? Leave, don't, don't, leave the, don't leave the factors and the decision up to the refs. Win the right. game because exactly. you win the game. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Take it out of their hands. And tonight right. the Niners just didn't do it, guys. But look, you guys can spin this however you want. This was a phenomenal season for the 49ers, considering we went through three fucking quarterbacks. We had to trade right. for a running back in the middle of the season. You had the wide receiver number one not be Debo Samuel. You got George Kittle come on with a late emergence in the second half of the season. This was a phenomenal season for the 49ers. It didn't end the way we wanted it to. But damn it, we're here. Like and if you want to talk team on the show, there's four teams. And, and, and Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell was out a, a, a late scratch. That surprised but me. I didn't see him on the injury report during the week. But if no, you want no, to talk about the refs, I think the, I think the only questionable call coming out of the refs was that that punt. I think every other call was a, was a decent, legitimate call. I don't think that the refs were, you know, wasn't – I don't the, know, the man. That first, huh? that first fourth down was a big missed call, bro. Yeah, but but listen, the positioning of the ref was was he did what he had to do, you know? Like that's that's something where he was positioned where he was, and he didn't because of the way Devontae Smith fell, he didn't see that ball move or or, or whatever. But you know, that so, face I, mask, the face mask was a face mask, the illegal contact was an illegal contact. Yeah, I have to include include the front office of New York to or somebody to to run that replay exactly, exactly, and and say, Hey, buzz down or something. And that's why it's you uh, uh, address this when the Rams played uh, uh, New Orleans and that exactly egregious call happened. Exactly, everybody, you have the right to call and say, Hey, hold on a minute, take a time out. Right, y'all need to look at something here. That's where we that's, are right now. That's an under because two minute rule. That's not a beginning of the quarter rule. That's an under two minute rule. It was Shannon. No, 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 no. It's not true. It's not true. New York can intervene at any moment in the game. At oh, okay. any moment in the game, New York has the right to intervene at any moment in the game, and they drop the ball there. But I'm not going to yeah. let that one play define this entire game. That one play does not define this entire game. So I get it. I'm not going to say it's scripted. I don't believe the NFL is scripted because if no, I did believe no, it, I wouldn't watch it anymore. I wouldn't I be buying that. all this apparel. I wouldn't be wearing all this stupid shit on my head if I thought it was a script. If I thought this was a movie that there was the outcome was predetermined, I would not support this league. And we are all here because we believe when week one starts and everybody's 0-0, our teams have a shot at getting there. I refuse to believe or to accept the idea 
that this is a fixed and scripted league. I just I know yeah. it's this is an entertainment. The, the NFL is registered as entertainment, so they do have the right to script things. But you can't make people catch balls. You can't make people drop balls. You Pause. can't make people I, break tackles I, and all that stuff. Completely irrelevant. My father-in-law is a Jets fan, and I keep having this argument with him. The year that Lawrence was the one one overall, and he was saying the Jets won that one game, and that took them out of the the Lawrence competition. I I I try my hardest to try to explain to him the NFL is a league where you cannot throw games, like you right, cannot exactly. do that because if you do not go hundred percent on every play. You end up getting hurt. I learned Injuries. that playing football, and yeah. and and just rigged. I, I don't see it. You know, because San Francisco is yeah. right up there with Philly with the market with the market share. You know, yeah. it's not like you're talking about the, what it was at the, the NBA championship when it was like the Suns versus whoever when there was like an the market was awful. You know, yeah. like they would have been happy with either. Oh, we got a we got a big super chat that I missed. I in see, here. I saw that big one hundred oh, here. Shit. Yeah, read, read yeah, that one. Address, one. address this. No, we'll we'll get to it at the end. We'll get to it at the end. It looks okay. like it's the last one. Also, we're gonna keep this thing moving here. We got two in a row from my man next, uh, Poker Ace Junior. He says here, your wife gets in car accidents every year, and four in one year. Tell me when you start blaming her. What does this have to do with the president team? Well, I, I think what he's saying is at some point you got to blame Kyle when you're losing all your quarterbacks. I think that's what he's saying. If I, your quarterback is going down, you got to start blaming the coach and not the. First of all, as a, as someone who watched that Atlanta Super Bowl and actually ended up getting a tattoo on my leg because of that fucking, sorry, because of that Super Bowl, that was horrendous. Kind of absurd. All right, but there is no there's no opportunity anywhere for you to kind of put any side kind of blame on Kyle Shanahan. Hey, when listen. you are dealing with a situation where you have Johnson as your quarterback, and then you have to bring Purdy back in, you can't even throw the ball to the line of scrimmage. You saw it. You saw it. Yeah. Even on those bubble screens, even on anything he did. He couldn't get that ball to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. He deserves I got the zero percent of blame for this. I have zero. a real response. I have a perfect response for this, right? When I was young, guys, I first got my license. I thought I was the man. I got a ticket for doing 112 and a 55. I got a ticket for reckless. Yeah, I got a ticket for doing 45 and a 25, right? I got a ticket for improper passing. I failed the signal. But then there was this one time, this one time. I got a ticket for doing 45 and a 55. I repeat, I got a ticket for doing 45 and a 55. And when I went to court to fight this ticket, the judge said, and I quote, well, the officer thought you were going too fast for the weather conditions, so I'm going to side with the officer based off of your record. Sometimes the system is just not going to work in your favor. So your wife can get in as many car accidents as she wants, but that doesn't mean that sometimes there's not a recall. It doesn't mean that sometimes it's not the fault of the manufacturer. 
I'm not going to blame Kyle Shanahan for all these injuries happening to his quarterbacks. I'm sorry, I'm not. This is football. Football is the only sport in the world where there's a 100% injury guarantee. Uh, a poke ace junior. Something is wrong in Denmark at four go down, but uh, it might be Kyle. It might be the protection, but something's wrong with four quarterbacks going down or her wrecking that car four times. We got to have a, 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 a couple of statements and a couple of talks in the, uh, what we call close knit quarter fellowship. I'm agreeing with you. You don't think that you don't think that reflects to the offensive line at all. I, I'm and, and I'm not I'm wait, not wait, trying. Wait, 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 no. And I'm gonna tell you why. No, wait, Chris, Chris, hold on, hold on, Chris, hold on. You asked the question. Let me answer you. When Jimmy Garoppolo got injured in 2018, I'm sorry, 2017. How did Jimmy get injured? He was well beyond the offensive line. Don't lie to me. Come on, Terry Dome. Come on, Steve. He, he, was he, he, he was playing ACL, against Kansas like, City. He was he beyond the offensive line, and he was out of bounds when he got that injury, right? He said wreck that car four times in a year uh, in the uh, pocket or, or near the pocket. That's either, not, that's either play calling, scheme, or or the talent that you're putting yeah, out there. But in, in that same well, year, we went through three Mike, quarterbacks. Mike, Mike, in that Mike, same Mike. year, we went through three quarterbacks. We went was it on Kyle? Was it on Kyle when Jimmy got hurt? Yes or no? And Mike, no. it wasn't 2017 because that that's when uh that's when Jimmy got here and he and won us the last five games. So he got the big contract, 2018. 2018, right. So then that year, we went through three different quarterbacks. We had Jimmy, Beathard, and Mullins. Now, y'all tell me, was Jimmy's injury the fault of Kyle Shanahan or the offensive line, yes or no? No, and I don't think Trey Lance's injury this year was the fault of Kyle Shanahan. You know, that's the risk you run when you have those kind of running quarterbacks. And you saw Hurts get hurt this year, too. Exactly, exactly. So that's what it is, man. Football is a game. Okay, keep on wrecking them. Go ahead. Kyle is a great offensive coordinator, not a leader of men. His decision-making does not say leader. Agree or disagree? Let me hear from everybody. Teradome, agree or disagree? Not the greatest leader of men I've ever seen. All right, Steve, you up. (laughs) Well, I mean, a coach is a leader, right? And there's men out on the football field, right? They're not boys, right? That's true. I, I, I really, I think this one is a hard one to put a statement over. I mean, when you look at the fact that Kyle Shanahan is responsible of two of, of the three biggest comebacks in NFL history in the playoffs, that's a big. Oh, that's a big, like, it's a big demarcation on his. That's not. That's, that's not on Kyle. It's not on Kyle. I think, that, I, think, I think the Atlanta Super Bowl is 100% on him. The Atlanta Super Bowl when, was, when he was with the Falcons, that defense, that was, no one talks about it. That fucking defense led up those points, not Kyle Shanahan. They, they were in field goal range, and they decided to pass and got They were not in field goal range. They were not in field goal range, Chris. Well, I'm gonna t- well, well, Mike, look, I'm going to push back and tell you this. My wife. Myself and my daughter were in Miami, Florida back in 2020. We were up 10 points with seven minutes left 
averaging 6.1 yards a carry. We started going crazy with a pass-happy uh, 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 offense. Jimmy Garoppolo was three and out. You gave the greatest person in the world more opportunities to come back and, and put all the onus and the stress on a defense. And eventually, they ran something called, I think it was 274 Wasp with one of the fastest players ever to play in the NFL. There you go. It will there you go. Your play calling matters when you got momentum. Your play calling matters when you got the lead. And I'm just saying, a Here couple go. of times we've seen you go. Now, he has corrected it. He has corrected that. He has That's corrected bullshit. that this year. This year, we saw him step on some necks with Brock Purdy. That's why I really love Brock, Brock Purdy. If, if Jimmy, Mike, if, if Jimmy, hit, if Jimmy hit things. When we had the lead, I was there. If, I had if to Jimmy take that hit, long if, ride Jimmy hit Sanders, If Jimmy hit Sanders, okay. are we having this conversation? If, I I think that I, I think that this Jimmy, question wait, 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 is for hold on, hold on Kane hold on Kane if Jimmy hits Sanders are we having this conversation I don't, don't know. lie to me well don't, don't lie to me possibly is that but, Kyle? but you but you still oh, giving God. you still I, giving I Patrick Mahomes do this um, bro you no I, no Mike you, you asked me the question I'm gonna answer you you still giving Patrick Mahomes a minute and fourteen left if I Jimmy think, I think this I question Sanders. That game is over, bro. Stop playing you with me, so, I, I think know, this question is more of an overreaction. To, to you sometimes like trying to explain the color red to a blind man who's never seen before. Uh-oh. You will stay there in that disposition, in that, that delusion, but I'm telling you what I saw. This, this question is more of an overreaction to what happened tonight than anything else, and that's the, simple as that. Now, you can put aside the fact that he is responsible for the two largest comebacks in playoff history and all that stuff. But look at – remember how it – you guys remember how it used to be the Belichick and the Andy Reid coaching tree? Do you guys remember that, that, that those years? Yeah, that Belichick tree is sus, yeah. And now what is it now? It's the Shanahan – it's the Shanahan tree, right? It's the McVay tree. You know? The LaFleur's. You know all those guys, yeah, McVeigh. I think I think that question is more of it's more of an overreaction to what happened tonight than it is of his body of work. Quite I fast. really do. Did he break that up? Oh, he oh, caught shit. that! Holy shit! He oh, caught that! Shit. Oh, what a catch! Oh. What a catch. Wow. Well, obviously, a, a great catch has happened. Y'all can tell me in the chat. but All right. All right. Here we go. Zero. Zero Sama says here, guys, this game was over when we lost Brock. I yeah. agree. The Christian yeah. McCaffrey touchdown yeah. brought a spark, and the defense gave us the ball back in the first half like three times. But we couldn't do anything. We got dealt a bad hand. Zero, I'm going to tell you right now, you were absolutely right. We got lucky to get that touchdown because on that same exact play, Christian McCaffrey broke four tackles. It looked like somebody playing Madden on rookie mode. On let, rookie me, mode. let me shout out Christian McCaffrey, man. Come on. Come on. That oh, yes. Christian McCaffrey, yes. Christian there it is, McCaffrey baby. looks like one of those, uh, uh, you know, I'm down here at Fort Bragg, man, but he looks like a daggone Marine captain. That, that guy is serious. I got serious about life. 
You can see him at the press conference. They got serious about life. And he gave heart and soul today. Thank you, Christian McCaffrey. I'm glad you're on the team. And we're going to push the money aside with uh, uh, Brock Purdy only making $900,000 a year. We got money to keep you around, young man. Uh, we and, want you and here. He, and he fits that system perfectly. He really that he zone run, that zone read defense. He the one hit, one whole hit cut. He hit. He fits it perfectly. Cut like a. Lewis says here, uh, we lost because of the Purdy freak injury. I've had the injury. Uh, I've had that injury. No way we, he could throw. Fire nobody. This is just football. We overachieved. Be proud. Now, can, see, can I be the first one to jump in on this, please? Yeah, please because go ahead. I have a feeling on this. All right, I'm tired. I don't credit to everybody. I don't understand the freak injury. That injury was because of the quality pressure that the Eagles put no, no, on no, no, no. anybody they play. Let me, let me explain. Let me explain what he's saying by freak injury. If that helmet wasn't in the exact spot that it was in, it hit like where the funny bone is and it caused nerve damage. That's why he couldn't feel his fingers. If it wasn't in that exact spot at that exact angle, it wouldn't have, it would have just been an elbow bump or a contusion, which is a fancy word for a bruise. However, the exact spot where it hit that angle, that's the freak part of it. So I understand what he's saying. I just want to put that out. I understand the freak part of it, but. I feel like that's more of a detraction of giving credit to what the Eagles defensive line did as a whole. And that's the problem I have. I'm, and it's not a major beef because it is what it is. But I don't think that you can call it a, a freak injury because that Eagles defensive line was out for blood and they took blood. They're good. You got a good defensive line, man. I can't say nothing. I, I've been wanting – us to be if our defensive lines were singing groups this year i said a few weeks ago we're huey lewis in the news because we got bosa and our other guys but you guys was coming like uh nate mike sean and juan man everybody can sing parts double digit uh, uh sackers up front with hassan with 16 which is 0.5 away from nick bosa they just collectively Pa- rush the passer uh, quantifiably all together collectively. But as a whole, my defense, I don't take anything over my linebackers who are the best in the world. Uh, Traverius that stirs this drink. He, I beg for what? a corner. He got me a corner. Talanoa Hufunga is a playmaker, and Gibson did an outstanding job. We had a wonderful uh, uh, safety playing the nickel. So we were in big nickel all year long. Uh, Jimmy Ward, playmaking too. Uh, he had some problems with some quicker guys sometimes. But, man, when I saw Greenlaw uh, covering Tariq Hill on a shallow cross, I knew we had fire, man. Uh, you guys I have just, been blessed at linebacker. I will give you that. Who's the guy you had in Mitchell? Wait, wait, Chris, get your thought off. But hold on one second. Teradome, read the private chat. Chris, get your thought off, okay? Who you guys really have? You've been blessed at linebacker. Who is the one that was in between Navarro Bowman and uh, the one you got now? Uh, not Green, Fred Warner. You guys have been blessed uh, at uh, linebacker. His bro. name is uh. Uh, uh, El Shire. 
You guys have been blessed that for a very yes, long sir. time. They're, they're, they're a collective, man. They bad. Oh, they absolutely. bad. Absolutely. Because Navarro, Navarro Bowman, oh, he's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I we, love them. Uh, we, we I had him in Hawkins jersey. I love those. I those love Hawk. Gritty. I love Hawk, man. Hawk's my guy. I love Hulk, the, the Hulk, gritty. Hulk is my guy. Yeah. I, 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 you I, know, I go way back with y'all, man. I love, I love the Minister of Defense, Reggie White, and I'm a big Miami Hurricane fan. So y'all had uh, Jerome Potter. Brown back in the day. Jeremiah Totter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all were loaded. Oh. Y'all were loaded. But we used to come see you, and, uh, you know, we were winning chips there. So I could admire you from afar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Mike wanted me to read this next chat, but I think we, we covered it. We lost because of Purdy's freak injury. I've had that injury. No way could you throw the ball, fire nobody. This is just football. We overachieved. Be proud. Uh, it was a, it was a tough injury. He was over there trying to grip the ball. He couldn't feel his fingers. Um, I'm hoping it does not require surgery. I just see Greg in the chat saying same surgery MLB players get. Oh, Troy, no, Troy, Troy, no, hey, Troy, it's all about the you. I see you with that go nose, uh, screw Miami. Come on, man. How you going to say screw me? They gave us Frank Gore. They gave the 2001. You will announce it right now, Troy. No, you great, man. You know, you my friend. But, hey, hey, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes was the greatest uh, 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 college football team ever assembled. Go no, back and look this. at that. Go back right. and look at that roster, no. young man. Ready? You ready for this? Hold Talk on. to me. It's going to take me a second to find this. Give me one second. I got it. It's the Alabama. I think it was 2018. No, Chris. Listen to this. No, no. All right. You go ahead. You go ahead. Pull yours up. I'll pull mine and we'll we'll meet God in the middle. Uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna freak when you hear this. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I, you're gonna freak when I run mine down. Hold on. All right. What are y'all looking up? Who who had the greatest football roster in college football history? Oh, it's it's Miami. Don't play with no. me. No, don't play with me. Come on, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do it this. Is. Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, but bro, that roster was fucking loaded. Chris, don't waste your time, bro. Chris, don't waste Chris, your time, no, Chris. Yeah, Chris, leave it alone, Chris. Wide receivers no. on the team. Chris, leave it alone. Leave it alone. No, <laughs> leave it see, alone. This is one of the stubborn people. I was this loaded, Chris. You got that roster pulled up over there? Uh, you know I do. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to shoot. Run it down while he's looking. Why you are looking, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Now, think That's of this it. now. That's the one. On one team, we had at running back Willis McGahee. We oh. had not Najee Davenport. At wide oh. receiver, Andre Johnson. We oh. had at quarterback, Ken Dorsey. We oh. had backing up. Backing up Willis McGahee was Clinton Portis. And then and backing after him, him was Frank, Frank Moore. Moore. And baby. then and then when when we didn't use them, coming off the bench was Jared Payton, son of Walter oh, Payton. We bro. had <laughs> we had Jaquez Gonzalez, we had Mike Rump, we had oh, DJ man. Williams at safety, at safety. 
we had Ed Reed <laughs> at yep. linebacker. We had Jonathan Vilma. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and yes, let me sir. go to my tight ends. Let me go to my tight ends. My tight ends. Check this out at tight end, Kellen Winslow. Oh, my Kellen Ola. Winslow. And, oh, and another God. tight end, and his backup was Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> Come on, bro. That was a badass team, bro. That Miami team. Bar none, the best one. Y'all talk, talk to me. NCAA, that was the best one in the NCAA. It has on, always bro. been, will always be. It's all about the U right there, <laughs> man. And, I, and hey, I'm an Ohio State fan, bro. That listen, that was the team right there. That, Come on, that bro. Listen to this. Just listen. All right. 2018, 2018 Alabama. Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs. Najee Harris, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, Judy, Ruggs, Waddle, Devontae Smith, and Irv Smith Jr. Did you hear me tell you what my safeties were? Did you hear me tell you about Ed Reed? I got guys wearing jackets. I respect what he said, but he here's here's where you lose this argument, Chris. I respect what you said. You named a backup quarterback. He wasn't getting out there though, and so the rotation of the guys for Miami was just too deep, man. That that team was just something special, man. I, and listen, I'm not saying that because that's where Frank Gore came from. I'm saying that because that team was just freaking stacked, bro. Offensive tackle, offensive tackle, Bryant Mount McKinney, and on defensive tackle, Vince Wolford. Frank, that is crazy. That team was freaking loaded, bro. Yeah, that team man. right there might have six Hall of Famers on it. That's one of the rich men. Gold jacket wearing. <laughs> yes. Now I will say, I will say that as far as wide receivers go, the team that Chris named has got the better wide receivers. They, they, they had some I'll, I'll give that to them. They were Andre, Andre Johnson was my dude, though, man. Yes. That dude oh. was tough as a two dollar steak. Dude, Alabama, the way they create wide receivers. Oh, yeah, they're doing something different down there. All right, we, we on to the next uh, comment here. We're going to keep it moving. Sean Shepard says, forget that. F the bagels. He's talking about the Eagles. All right, because cream cheese, bagels, Philly cream cheese. Okay. Oh, shit. The game was a bunch of junk. This game was fixed. We would have won with Purdy. Philly was crap. It's emotions. I know. I know, Sean. I know, Sean. I just, I, Sean, and, and and all the 49er faithful, I try not to beat Cowboys, man. You know, the first ones calling me after we, when it, when it got out of hand, you know who was calling me? It wasn't Eagles fans. Cowboys fans. It wasn't the, oh. it was Cowboy fans oh. talking about, I, I told oh. you y'all was going to lose. I hate you. Yeah, that's why y'all lost. Y'all lost. I, 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 I'm not a troll. I can't troll, man. L- listen. Hey, listen. my day. The game was not fixed, all right? I would have loved to see Purdy out there. I would have loved to see a better game, all right? Yeah. But that's not the way the chips fell. And even take that away. This is what I was trying to explain to people. Take that away. When teams are that evenly matched, if it, it would come down to quarterback play. And I just don't understand how all these people were on Purdy over Hurts. It's about those plays – when you need them. And I just, you've seen Hertz grow up in that he, 
I someone I heard on the 97.5 The Fanatic, the local Philadelphia station. You know what they called him? And I thought it was a great comparison. They oh. called him the the Nick Saban on the field player. Okay. The nothing gets to him, son of a coach. You know, like yeah. that's what that's what Philly instills and loves about him is I forget when it was when they were 10 and 0 or 11 and 0 and he comes out to the press conference and it's well you know you guys got a lot to be happy about and his first response was job ain't done job ain't done and then and then and then the coach Sirianni he he always preached you know what he preached hungry dogs run fast right Hertz got up in front of the team he said I'm not hungry. He said, I'm starving. Like that kind of attitude is why hurts. You know, those hurts, the Embiid, the, the, the Bryce Harper's like those guys are so embraced in Philadelphia is because they understand the moment. And even with all the ridicule that comes along with Philadelphia, they're able to produce in that moment. And to say that it was fixed is a little bit out there. Did you guys do a, a, a tremendous job controlling Hurts and playing disciplined? Yes, you did. I will be the first to admit that. But it's those one or two plays that made the difference. And I think that Hurts showed that he's not impacted by those moments. I got to give you your flowers. Hey, you, you won the game and – it was it was fair and square. We we rolled what we had out there, but man, this kid I got history will go down and say I, this is the greatest rookie season for a quarterback there has ever been. I'd be extremely a, happy if I was game away from getting to the Super Bowl. He's not true still. He has done Yes, it is. You you were mistaken. You were mistaken, Mike. You were mistaken. That was not. The, that was not listen mike 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 listen 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 look at me that was not dan marino's rookie year when he went to the super bowl I'm not talking about dan marino go ahead go ahead i'm not talking about dan the great the greatest rookie year we've ever seen before was ben roethlisberger and there's not a close second bro ben roethlisberger ran off like 11 12 games in a row as a starter ben roethlisberger i like what i like what brock purdy did but we got to be real and fuck that rapist Ben Roethlisberger. That's what I stand on. But Ben Roethlisberger had a far more impressive rookie season than Brock Purdy did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you it was Ben Roethlisberger, bro. Babe, turn what, 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 was, what was Ben Roethlisberger's passer rating that Here year? I don't, I don't have those numbers. I'm sorry. When Listen, you get them, let me know. He was able to be successful because of his size and his ability that cornerbacks couldn't cover in, in the defense. You know, like there was yeah, – he, he was, he had, he had he a was great similar defense. to like a, a Gronk, you know, where it was just pure athleticism. Like he didn't have to study the game. He didn't have to do anything. He was just blessed with the talent to go out there and be better than you. And and that's where I, I get that in Roethlisberger. Whereas Purdy, being the Mr. Irrelevant, being that last pick in the draft, and you've seen it – with the showing of Tony Romo being an announcer, 
like those they always say that like those guys who were are like blessed with the talent singletary was a horrible coach because those guys are just blessed with talent like they don't know how to explain it you know when you're one of those middling guys that needs to prove and work and do those extra things to make you that much better it helps. And I think that's where Purdy has this advantage. And I'd be completely happy going in next season. Ben, Roth- ben Roethlisberger went 17 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So? Rock Purdy has considerably uh, uh, less interceptions and did not put his team in harm's way more than Brock Purdy. And he Peyton only Manning had one loss. That's the interception record for most interceptions as a rookie. Peyton Manning did. Yeah. How did his career come out? How did his career come Very good. Very good. But I'm just saying for a rookie quarterback to jump in here and be above 100 as a passer rating has never been done in the history of the NFL. He, Ben Roethlisberger was 98.1. And give Shanahan credit for that. Give Shanahan credit for that. Shanahan deserves those flowers. Because what's, I guarantee you, look up, what's his average depth of target? I guarantee you it's under eight yards. He relies on the Debo Samuel yards after catch. He relies on the Christian McCaffrey yards after catch. I guarantee you that his average depth of target is not anywhere near any one of those quarterbacks. But that's not a knock on Purdy, and it's not a disrespect to Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has been here. We've been here. We had a rookie quarterback who was drafted number three or number two overall. We traded away. He was there, and he did not perform like this. It's not just Shanahan. Yeah, but we've had the guy. The symmetry. I see your comment. And so did Brock Purdy, bro. Manager. He's one of those Kirk Cousins. He'll never lose you a game, but he will also never win you a game. Who? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. They're all on that. No, 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 no. Brock Purdy is a playmaker. Never lose you a game, but they'll never win you a game. That's the difference with Brock Purdy. No, the game manager was Jimmy G. Brock Purdy took this offense from 23.2 to 34 points a game. And look up the yards after catch. As JC said, mother lovers think that I'm foolish. I only talk about Jews. Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? But what does the yards have to catch have to influence with that? Okay. They set Purdy up in a system, and that is all flowers to Kyle Shanahan. Where wait, 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 Chris. Hey, 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 well, I tell you what, we put I got him. I got the him. Number one pick. We put the I number him, one pick in the same offense last year, and he didn't do Teradome. what Doc Purdy did. I got him, Teradome. Here's the oh, difference, Chris. Here's the difference, Chris. Quarterbacks can only do what they're asked to do. Jimmy Garoppolo, an eight-year vet, didn't look as good as Brock Purdy did. All right? So I agree. the difference is executing in the offense in which the plays are called. You can't go out there and overcome a system if the system's not broken. So they asked Brock Purdy to do certain things, and he did it. 
the yards after the catch and all that are a byproduct of executing well in that system. So I'm not taking away from Brock. Chris, when Chris I have say, you ever seen Brock Purdy extend a play? Do you know his extension of a play was about to be legendary and he hit the receiver in the court, Brandon Ayuk in the corner of the end zone. And I, I think it was a playoff game. And it was one of the most it beautiful. The it was game. one of the Seahawks game. It was the Seahawks, dude. His his incompletions are beautiful. Listen. All right, all right. Let's no. let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right, all right. go let's ahead. Keep it moving. Pete, I'm just Pete, the only one with tight. I'm, I'm the only one with NFC Championship with rookie quarterback. Can't wait for next year. Hopefully, a rematch with the Eagles at NFC Championship at Levi's. I will say this right now. The Eagles will not make it to the NFC Championship next season, regardless of how this plays out. I saw your face, Chris. I understand what you're saying. But the Eagles are going to lose a lot of key pieces this offseason. Niners are going to lose a couple, but not as many as the Eagles. McGlinchey. And and the Eagles don't have as many draft picks as the 49ers. We're going to rebuild. We're going to replenish. The Niners are going to be here. The Eagles are the number one team in the NFC and have the 10th overall pick in the NFL. Okay. Their free agents consist of Miles Sanders. You know, I think it's CJ Gardner Johnson. It's one of their defensive linemen. And, and that's about it. You know, they have and Chris, I'll tell you this, Chris, I'll tell you this, the biggest indicator I knew of the success would be for the Philadelphia Eagles this year. And you could go back and look at it. I look at uh, pro football focus and they rank yeah. offensive lines and y'all were number one by far at pro football focus and a few other publications. I said, that is where the trouble is going to be. The offensive line is the engine of the car that is offense. You can have a Bugatti shell. You can make a nice steering column. You can make all of this good stuff and, 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 and get the moon roof uh, of the receivers and you can put spinning rims on it all you want. But if it does not have a V12 engine shooting a, 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 a nitrous oxide when you need it, if it does not have two or three all pros, you deal it. You, you, you they built up team the line from the trenches out. Offensive line, defensive line, out. Okay. Now yeah. I understand parity in the NFC East, where you've never had the back-to-back winners or whatever like that. But Hertz is not due for a contract until after next year. You've got Brown long term. Devontae Smith is still due. Is still a year and a half out. They're. I'm telling you, they're only big name free agents right now. Are Miles Sanders, T.J. Gardner Johnson, and uh, I think Kelsey might be one. And uh, Lane Johnson, Lane Johnson's getting up there too. He's some, he's somewhere towards the end also. And, and I yeah, thought he was hurt a little bit. Did he have a growing injury coming in? I thought and allowed zero sacks. The dude I will say this. I will, I will say this. Sayamalu. Admit it, admit it. Salem Alu on the Eagles offensive line would be your second starter behind Trent Williams on your defense. The, the 49ers, the 49ers have yeah. 11 draft picks. The Eagles have six. The Eagles have six. I'm just saying he, that he finished we're, in the we're, top. 
We finished as the number one overall seed, and we have the tenth overall pick from the Saints. Future's bright. All right. I think we we'll got, be back. Yeah. We'll be back next year. Did, did you miss? Yeah. Did you miss that one prior to Mike? Don't miss that one. I think you guys have no, a great no. opportunity. I'm saving, I'm saving the big one for the end. I'm saving the big one for the end. Okay. All right. Delvin says here. My grandmother said the number one team is there for entertainment purposes only. They will never win it all. That's the business. Period. I'm not quite sure what this means. Are they saying the Eagles won't win it? Like what? Or what listen, exactly is? I mean, if, even if, if the Chiefs win, even if you think it's rigged, you're telling me that the NFL wouldn't be happier with the Eagles winning it over Kansas City or Cincinnati. Like, even if it's rigged, I even think if the NFL. Like you're telling me that the NFL wouldn't be the happiest with a team like the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, well, one of well, the biggest well, teams in the country. I think the, the, the one I think thing the I question. The one thing I question is everybody saying. A rookie quarterback has never gone to the Super Bowl. And I felt like, man, we they, they didn't talk to us. They didn't reach out to us. Because I, I know in my heart of hearts, Brock Purdy has the capability of going. He's knocked down every obstacle. Every it's obstacle. one of those cherry pick stats. Well, he didn't get there, Teradome. He didn't get there. Bro. It's one of so. those cherry pick stats. I had this You're argument right. with You're my right. I guess not, I guess just by not. being a rookie, just you wake up one morning as a rookie and you just go, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you know? I had my argument with one of my boys who's who's not a Philly fan earlier, and it was the same thing. It was because you know they threw the batteries at Santa and they did this. It was every single Eagle fan is a bad Eagle fan, and that's not the way it is. Okay, you no, because you don't hear. You can't put this umbrella statement over a, over a fan base like that. No. Okay. And no. it's the same thing here. You know, like you're telling me that I love Kansas City and I love Cincinnati, but you're telling me that as a whole, the NFL wouldn't want Philly, one of the top markets in the country, to win the Super Bowl. To say that it's rigged is like, no, it, it's almost asinine, you know? No. Like, because no. you won it before. You won it in, in 2018, 2017, and Nick Foles was touched by God. By God, and I felt the same way about my man. Listen, and take that ball from Grace is unbelievable. And if I told you going into that Super Bowl that Tom Brady would set the record for passing yards in the first half and lose the Super Bowl, you'd, you'd, you'd laugh me out of this town. <laughs> yep, all Nick the storylines out there. Of all the storylines out there, you guys can't tell me the NFL would not be happy to see Andy Reid against his former team, the Eagles, in the Super Bowl. Whoa. Mike dropping it. They're going to be happy with whatever storyline comes from. Mike dropped it. Now, this is the the biggest one here. Save it from last. Apollo, thank you for the Super Chat. Apollo says, now that the season is over, next year, if I'm Kyle – Trey is a starter going into camp. Spent too much time on that not to be the case. And if Brock is that dude, Brock beats him out. In my opinion, Trey got that dog in work ethic and size. That is just different. And I completely, 100% agree with what Apollo was saying here. I understand all the 49er fans saying, oh, my God, Brock Purdy is the guy. Look at what he's out there doing. But you guys got to remember one thing. Brock Purdy didn't give us anything that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't give us. 
Trey Lance. What did Trey Lance get? Mike, what the Trey offensive Lance production get? went from 23 points to 33 points a game. The and only Trey Lance, Trey, Trey Lance, I'm gonna be real. Trey, Trey Lance, Trey Lance is gonna be on the bench, man. If you make this a true competition, it ain't a competition. Is because of the capital they gave up for. That's the only reason he will sniff that starting job is because of the capital they gave up for. The fact that Purdy doesn't have the advantage going into next season as that starter is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can tell, but I can tell by the way uh, Kyle calls a game, man. His first game, Trey Lance's first game as a starter in a rookie year, he ran high school plays against Arizona, and he could have got cracked up that game. Kyle trust immensely Brock Purdy. He ran the offense. Hey, here go another thing. Look, Jimmy G's first uh, game as a starter. Do you know Kyle didn't run the ball? Kyle didn't pass the ball, but eight times. Does anybody remember that? And then, and th- that was against the Vikings. And then the next game against the Packers, I think maybe it was fifteen times. That's how much he trusted Jimmy Garoppolo. Tell me, what that playbook? That playbook was all the way open. I don't know why you're talking about. As he came in, I don't know why you're talking about Garoppolo when this is the Trey and Brock comment. First of all, Garoppolo Trey, Trey has not made a playoff game. Trey has not put together a string of victories his rookie year. Trey, his aesthetic in throwing the ball is is kind of quiet and kind of not accurate. Everybody hated the kid. They didn't want a Mike. They don't Trey want him. Has the same amount of losses this season as Brock Purdy does. Listen, no, he does listen. not. Yes, he does. You know, at the end of the fact, at the end of the, you know Garoppolo's gone. All right, Garoppolo's how many, gone. He's how many wins as a starter does Trey Lance have? I think that what's Trey Purdy Lance's passer rating? What's his percentage? The advantage going into it into the offseason. I really do. Trey Lance hasn't shown you shit. But the pro- here's the problem, and I'll tell you what the problem is, is the the over-infatuation with the, 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 what you give up for that pick. And what they gave up to tra- for Trey Damn Lance was they fran- – they, they, they gave up the farm the for him. Franchise. So he's got to work. the farm to get Trey Lance. And That's because all. of that, he will get an unfair advantage – of being able to be the starter over Purdy. That's all it is. That's Purdy all it is. Has- we traded up to get him. Well, we didn't. We didn't even have to do that because he would have fell to us at eleven. We were at eleven. He he was the uh, uh, next to uh, Fields. We would have still had the opportunity to get him, and we didn't even have to do that. We didn't right. have to do that. And they thought but initially he was going to go with Mac Jones. But you've seen it. These teams, they they. Go we all out in love. We're in love with picks. We're in love with where you get picked. We're in love with, with, with the infatuation of where you went to school. But you're not looking at the substance of something. You're in love with the label, but you're missing who's able. That's both the of problem. These, both of these it guys. Can be, it can be the seventh round pick. It can be the sixth round pick. 199. Both. That was Tom Brady. It can be the ninth. Uh, a round pick, Johnny Unitas. 
Some they get it wrong. They just get it wrong. Louder, louder doesn't make you right. Both of these guys are small. No, I'm guys. not loud. I'm being both passionate. These, I'm not, I'm being very you're passionate. Not, you're not listening. You're not, you're not okay. Listening. Both, both no, these, but Mike, 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 I got a question right. for you. Let's be let's be, let's be honest, right? How many games? How many games did Trey Lance start this year? Five. Two. two. He only started two. Two. Okay, so I then then, then that's an unfair sample size to compare the the, the two of them. But and they both have I, the same amount of lives. I just can't – I can't understand a, a, a reason going into next season that you say that Purdy doesn't how many, at least – How many more wins? How many wins do they have, Mike? Stop looking at the losses. Stop looking at flaws. Just because you're flawed or just because you fall does not mean that it's fatal, and that mess does not mean that it's final. You, you, you're trolling. You're trying to troll and substantiate an argument, which is at best, at best, soliloquy. Wins is a huge stat. Look who's look who's up yes, there dude. in top wins of their. But you came up with a spoon and a sign McGlinchy, Philip Rivers, guys who can't play dead in a way. You're deflecting, TD. You're deflecting. I'm not talking about McGlinchy. I'm not talking about with a spoon. quarterback, and he was a first round pick from a prestigious university called Notre Dame. And you are deflecting, Terrence. Six round pick. I'll take a Kittle. I will take a Richard Sherman. I will take a Cam Chancellor. It doesn't matter where you picked, Mike. Teradome. It don't matter where you picked. Teradome. Stop thinking about where you picked. Teradome, Go you, ahead. Are, you are deflecting, sir. You are bringing up all these other players that I talk about on this show on a regular basis. This question is specifically about Brock versus Lance. And what I'm telling you is that Lance physically does more than what Brock Purdy does. That's you not a for the out of you, man. This is this is not a this is not a Mike opinion. This Why? Not, because he's you, he's kind of slow, me, Mike. You got to let me finish. You got to let me finish. You got to let me finish. Brock Brock Purdy doesn't do physically what Trey Lance can do. That's not my opinion. Look at the play calls when one guy is in, and look at the play calls when another guy is in. That's not yes, my opinion. He, I'm not he saying calls, that he calls run plays, Mike. Yeah, but Trey that's Lance, like trying to that's like trying to compare Tom Brady to a Jalen Hurts. He, he unfair. Calls a, it's unfair. He, he calls a Colin Kaepernick, uh, 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 Lamar Jackson play call sheet for Trey Lance. You have no idea what the play calls would have looked yes, like. Yes, I do. We you saw him no, in Texas. No, we saw we no. saw him against the you, Texas. We saw have, him in Arizona. You're not listening to me, bro. Go ahead. You have no you have no idea. What this offense would have looked like with Trey Lance and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk, we have literally never seen it. You have no idea what kind of play calls Kyle Shanahan would have been dialing up. However, what you do know is there were more downfield throws with Trey Lance under center. That is not Mike's opinion. That is a fact. There is a reason why in this season they thought Trey Lance was going to be the starter, that they went out and drafted a guy like Danny Gray. Meanwhile, Danny Gray couldn't get playing time with a guy like Brock Verde or Jimmy Garoppolo in there. This is not and my opinion. What I'm telling you is that Kyle Shanahan has a different vision for this offense with Trey Lance under center than he does with Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo. You can sit here and talk to me about wins. You can talk to me about all that stuff. I hear you. It's unfair to compare it's systematically different with one guy under center than the other. That's all I'm telling you. It's unfair to compare the two because of how short of the, the leash that Trey Lance was given 
because of the injury versus what 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 Purdy was given. But at the same time, I firmly believe that going into next season, I don't see a problem with Kyle Shanahan coming out and saying that Thanks, Purdy Steve. has every opportunity to win this job from Trey Lance. I don't. Okay. Hey, look, I tell you what, man. Hey, we hey, can, you know what, Mike? You're right. Finish. No, you, you're we'll... right. You're right. You're right. I, hey, Trey Lance is going to take us to the promised land. You're right. We, we can, we can I, debate. I'm I, no, listen. Ter, it's, I'm un, it's unfair. No, it's unfair. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, you you're guys wrong. are right. You, no, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. We're not trying to say who's right or wrong. But it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance is everything. And he's way better than Brock Purdy. Yeah, not. Right. You know, unfair. for that, we should just go ahead and trade Brock Purdy away. We don't need that. It's unfair. No, 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 no. It's unfair. No, the, the shakes that these, okay. these 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 top first round picks get compared to everybody else. Yeah, and they get and every shake. Huge one that sense. every shake, every opportunity, and, and they are the going to be spoon fed, spoon fed to win, spoon fed to win, spoon fed to win. And, and you're right, we don't get the opportunity. It's gonna be all on it. Better work out. I like Purdy. He better work out. I understand it, but you, as Kyle Shanahan, if I was him going into next season, my opinion would be: the starting job is up for grabs. It's up for grabs. It's a QB no, competition. No. Hey, Chris, Chris, it ain't up for grabs, very man. Well, because Trey, very Lance, well may be the Trey Lance can throw that ball 60 or 70 yards downfield. He got a big arm, and he fast, and 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 he's smart, and he enveloped Everything the whole playbook. He got it all. He's got everything we're looking for. Hey, I think he's undefeated. Okay, got you. He's not. He's one and one But that very, mo- that very well may be the case, Chris. It might be an open competition. Right. But what's going to happen is in preseason, in practice, in the offseason, OTAs and and things like that, what they're going to see is what one guy brings to the table that the other guy doesn't and what they think is correctable in the flaws of one guy from the other. What you can't do, what you can't teach, what you can't train is athleticism. What you can't teach and train is the arm strength and the ability to go down the field. There's yep. a reason that they traded up and then acquired Trey Lance. And you can tell me I'm yep. falling in love with where somebody was drafted. Maybe I'm victim to that. I will tell you guys that, fine, maybe that's why I feel the way that I do. Yeah. However, what I, what I do know is this. Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy are very similar except for one thing, and that's decision-making. Brock Purdy is head and shoulders above Jimmy Garoppolo with decision-making. but and not decision-making doesn't matter playing quarterback. Want, hear me out but not ability. And Kyle Shanahan went out there and said, when he described his perfect quarterback, I want a guy that can run like Lamar Jackson, and I want a guy that can throw like Drew Brees. Now you tell me which one of those two quarterbacks fit that description. This is not and, Mike's and opinion. Look this is at the percentage opinion. of accuracy from Brock Purdy. Okay. You will announce it right yeah, now where tra- you stand. I talked to Tom House. I study the aesthetic of quarterbacks. That kid has one of the most flawless aesthetics next to Drew Brees. That's my comparison to how he's releasing the ball. That's so, how so, I know so, how good he's releasing it. So Trey Lance got a fair shake at the starting job is what you're saying. It was his. Has, they has gave it to him. Chris, here's the thing. They gave it to Trey Lance. 
And how many Rock games Purdy, did he start? Brock Purdy took it. How many games That's did Trey Lance different. get to start? Brock Purdy didn't take it. Brock Purdy How many games did Trey Lance get to start, though? Two. Exactly. That's not a – it's not a fair shake. Exactly. If he was that good, Mike, if he was that good, he would have taken it the moment Jimmy G went down. He took Remember it. Your history. Remember your history. The moment Jimmy G went down and he was in Arizona, he would have went in there, threw for two or 300 yards, and Jimmy would not have seen the when, light of day. When, when Jimmy G went down, Trey Lance came in, the Niners were ready to name him the starter against the Indianapolis Colts, but he had a shoulder injury, and they had to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't argue with me about this. Go look it up. Before no, you- no, 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 no. It was Arizona. All right. All right. He played All right. his first okay. start was against okay. Arizona, Mike. I didn't say it wasn't. I didn't Everybody say it wasn't. In the chat. Next- Everybody uh, in the chat. Please Aaron tell Aaron. me. Who was Trey have, Lance's first start against? Please, you please, are not Aaron. listening. You're so not listening to anything. His rookie I'm saying. year. His rookie year. Can Aaron somebody? Dome. Can somebody do it? I got the chat up. Just, just, just Aaron for me. Dome. Maybe can I'm wrong. Listen. Go ahead. Can you listen Hurt, to what I'm saying? Every shot he, at the, op- at the starting there. opportunity. But Trey Lance has not gotten a fair shake. Trey you Lance aren't listening to every opportunity. You, you guys aren't listening to what I'm saying. I'm not talking about his first start. I said after his first start, they were ready to name him the starter going into the game against the Colts. That was the game after. But Jimmy was healthy, and he hurt his shoulder in that game against Arizona, and they had to revert back to Jimmy is what I said. I didn't say anything about his first start, Terradome. You're not listening to what I'm saying, bro. You got to hear what I'm saying. After his first start, the team was ready to rock. What did he do in his first start? Trey Lance deserves what did he do in his second start, Mike? He deserves every Mike is right, he deserves every opportunity to be the starter. He absolutely does. He he has, first of all, and then again, I'll bring up the GVOA stats, bro. I'll bring up, please bring them up. Bring bring them up. I will GVOA with with Brock Purdy more than anybody else in the world. We we got to wrap this up. I got to go eat, and my wife is calling me upstairs. We got three more comments that we got to get to. This one here is from Gerald. He says here, uh, what are the key pieces that we are going to possibly lose next season? Uh, We will get to that, but the Niners are going to lose a couple of guys in free agency, um, and it's going to be some some big names on there too. Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle being one of them. Forget Mike McGlinchey for a second. A starting offensive lineman is scheduled to be a free agent. I think that is the biggest need. They have to find a way to rectify out of the gate. Teradome, do you have another option there for 49ers free agents going into next season? Mike McGlinchey is welcome to walk on out that door. I am yeah. sure I can Jimmy find somebody Garoppolo. better than Mike McGlinchey. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is free to walk away. I got a list. There's Jimmy Ward, Jimmy Garoppolo, Samson Ebicom, Emmanuel Mosley, Mike McGlinchey, Aziz Al-Shayer, Robbie Gold, Daniel Brunskill, Hassan Ridgeway, Kerry Hyder, Tyler Croft, Maurice Hurst, Tyshawn Gibson, Josh Johnson, Jordan Willis, Tabor Pepper, Ross Dwelly, Jake Brindle, Jason Verrett, Demetrius Fanley Fowles, Kevin Givens, Colton McKivitz, uh, Tavarius Moore, Charles Omenihu, and Jawan Jennings. Those are the guys that are slated to be free agents next season. What do you Keep think about Jawan Jennings? Keep Jawan Jennings. McKivitz can go. 
Are you okay with, with Purdy and Lance as your quarterback? Uh, 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 Garoppolo can go for sure, and that's and that's the thing that I think most people are missing with what you just asked, Chris. You want both of those guys in your in your quarterbacks room. It doesn't matter which one gets to start. You want you know Garoppolo is out the door, and you know he's right. going to get overpaid for wherever you want, he goes. Right. Yep. So, so you want as you long want as both. You're of those okay guys. going in next year with Lance and Purdy. That's a reasonable answer. That's, that's fine. That's right there. Randolph says here a lot of people got caught in the Purdy hype. He is a game manager with a lot of playmakers around him. Randolph, I agree, but some people don't. And that's okay. That is okay for us to disagree on what makes someone good and what, what doesn't. I saw it today. We put we put we put a game manager in there after Purdy got hurt, and it looked horrible. You it's can't just Purdy's put anybody we, we, back no, there. We, we didn't put a game manager in there. We had all the playmakers there, right? Aerodome. You can throw anybody in there and they're going to have success with all these weapons, right? Name one person on this panel that said you could put anybody in there. None of us have said that because we're more intelligent. Some, some game manager, Josh, a, a, a decent quarterback can just play in this system and they're going to have huge success because wow. Kyle Shanahan is the dude. Dude, we had the greatest game manager. Argue, no, Alex Smith probably was. Wow. But Jimmy wow. Garoppolo in there Great and we point. were at 23 wow. points a game and now we increase Josh. up to 33 to 35 points a game and y'all going to tell me that, that it was just, you know, all of these other pieces. It was it was this. It was that. And, you know, biblically, it's it's funny it's how okay. you guys were saying this last weekend when Purdy was putting 34 points a game. He's the best quarterback ever. Whatever. Listen, Josh Johnson was, is not. You have a system set up. You have, you have a system I'm, set up. I'm where still riding with the quarterback. Brock Thomas Prime. My future is bright. And my future is bright. Run wild. My, my face I can't, is I can't hear y'all talking at the same time. I can't Go hear y'all talking ahead, at the same time. Well, here, here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. I got, I got this one right. Josh Johnson is not a game manager. Brock Purdy is a game manager with a little more ability than a standard game oh, manager. Oh, I will oh, give him that 100%. Josh, Josh Johnson is not that. Josh Johnson is a placeholder, not a game manager. And there was a big difference. That's somebody with the two initials next to his name that lets you know what position he's lined up to play. He is not a good quarterback in the NFL. He was just here on the Pur roster. I don't think Purdy's a game manager either because let's be honest, like before this game happened, 49ers fans were saying, oh, 34 points a game. This guy can, can chop right. it. Right? He's, he's better. His system is, he's better his than a game manager. Him Absolutely. making completions within five yards and yes. Debo Samuel taking the ball 50 yards plus. Okay? He's, now, he's better than a game manager. Absolutely. That's fine. He's better than a game manager. Yeah. And, and, and it's not it's not a knock on him yet, but he hasn't – because he hasn't been in enough games to, to, to show it yet, Purdy is in that Garoppolo field where it's he's not going to lose you a game, but he also hasn't shown you the potential to win you a game. Well, he's come back from behind in two different games uh, of his eight starts or nine starts. So, you know, that, that's where we are. Uh, Sean Shepard has the last super chat of the evening here, and he says, hope your team loses. He's talking to you, Chris. Bad, period. F the bagels. So, uh, he's, That's he's why we were the number one overall seed. That's why Jalen Hurts is sixteen and one as a starter. That's why we have the most Let sacks you. in the NFL. Like, stop it! I will be the first to admit that the Niners have a great team, and I would have loved to face Purdy the entire game. I would have loved to face him, but you can't sit here Let and you. say that we have a bad team. Like, stop yeah. it! 
Stop it. That's where we are, guys. Somebody in the background needs some Zyrtec. That's going to do it for who's, us tonight, who's guys. Sneezing? Who's sneezing? Thank you all for checking us out tonight, rocking with us for three hours. You guys have been phenomenal. We're going to get on out of here. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We out of here, guys. Walk. Thank you Let's for having out. me. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at this dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. Oh, <laughs>